still on. I'm like, ah, fuck. And then you get used to them. And it's like a, what, is, what did Gareth say on Wayne's World? It's like a pair of underwear. At first they constrict you, but then they become a part of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Okay, so introduce uh, Kev. Are we recording? Yeah, we've been recording since we <clears throat> sat down. Oh, hell yeah. oh, wow. All right, well, uh, should we say that we're watching Going Again, all this shit? We never did before, I guess. No, no. Everybody knows we're watching Going Again. Yeah, I guess that's but true. But they don't if you're... know we're talking to Kim Wyatt McKenzie. Yeah, that's true. Okay. But well, uh, then we have uh, Kim Wyatt McKenzie on today. Uh, <laughs> sketch comedy extraordinaire and uh, an actor out of Toronto and, and worldwide. Really, right? Yeah, man. Well, used to be. Well, th- a, a thank you, butchers, legends. Hell yeah, yeah. No, between the two, you guys probably have a million and two stories. Two million and two. Well, he's yeah. got million. I have two. Yeah, I hear you. So it's something like that. <laughs> you, you and I have hung out, so we I heard everything you had to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm done talking. <laughs> yeah. You guys yeah. appreciate you. <laughs> God, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably so sick. Just well, that's yeah. probably all, all you get most most of the time is people asking you about everything that you've done, right? No, no, it's not. It's fun. People are interested. I only know um, a couple. I only know a couple of your stories, and I retell uh, the Tia Carrera one constantly. Oh God! Yeah. Um, oh my God! I, I punched her in the face. Yeah, yeah. Um, she didn't duck. Don't say it like that. Yeah, she didn't duck. <laughs> yeah, true. The, um, I have a uh, yeah. I have a sharpie. I want you to sign our table. I would love to sign your table. Yes, man. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, don't sign it where Sean's gonna sign. Gonna yeah, say, choose a sweet say, spot. I'm just gonna think. I'm just thinking about Sean because I want to. Now sign that him. side. I'm gonna get the corner. I think. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah, man. he. You know what? He made a call on where he wanted it, and I forget where it was. Right. I think it's like the middle. Yeah, man. Okay. Uh, we, you know, sorry to show. The audience him. can't see this, but we're gonna put it on <clears> later. Yeah, yeah. We'll get pictures and all that stuff. Sweet. Get a shot of him. Um, sign yeah, good sucker. idea. Good idea. Yeah. This is great, guys. Right on. I'm so stoked you're doing this. Oh, I mean, this piece of wood is gonna, you know, be worth a, a ton someday. Awesome. <clears throat> there you go. Beautiful. Thanks, Kim. Love it. Sweet. All right. Awesome. Yeah, no, worldwide. Uh, yeah, I used to live in Toronto. I live kind of close to you guys now. Since the pandemic, it's been pretty easy to do what we do and send in tapes. So Where are you from? Originally, I uh, yeah. born in Ottawa. And then uh, grew up in a town called Ancaster, and then Dundas, Dundas and Ancaster. Yeah, so we grew up there, and mom was like, single mom, raised my brother, my brother and I in Ancaster, which is like a hoity-toity, rich little town, but we were the poor kids. Respect to right mom. On. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. Big time. Three jobs to keep us there, and I still have the same friends, like, with, you know, meet some new people along the way. But yeah, of same, course. Same, like, core group of friends that I've had my whole life. Damn which right. Is, which is amazing. That's yeah. very cool. And, but we, everybody used to party at our place every Friday. And we were like the poor kids. We had like, a, you know, it was, we were lucky if we had fruit that wasn't rotting because we just, <laughs> but everyone just came over and just used our Sounds shit. Sounds like my place. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Like mom would come home, work her ass off and there'd be kids sleeping. And my friend had a room from the garage and into the house. And my mom would have to step over my best friend after like working as a nurse, like <laughs> fucking shift work. Like, it's like in retrospect, I just think of the <clears throat> shit she had to go through and what a saint that woman is. Oh geez. Yeah. And then we That's moved awesome. to Dundas and, uh, and then, uh, we, we finished high school out there, my brother and I, and then he ended up keeping the apartment. We were in on a ravine. It was an awesome spot. And then she moved to uh, Tasmania. To, to rekindle an old love. Jeez, that's a hell Whoa. of a move. Yeah, man. Yeah, farthest what, she could where ever was, move away from her kids. That where, little <laughs> devil. Yeah. Where, was, where was her love originally from? 
this guy they used to travel around new zealand together ah uh, I, I, you know i i said they just humped humped across the mountains together that's what they were doing. and then he found her on facebook so he, second <laughs> he's talking about his mom humping yeah she yeah around she, she's a hippie that's awesome <laughs> a hippie at heart man that's wild yeah. she in a in a, so, in a weird strange way she almost, she almost sounds like sean's mom Oh really? I don't know. It's, yeah, it's they weird. Both, they both, it, yeah, they both uh, kind of have a picked similar. up and moved. Well, yeah. I we thought it was amazing. We thought it was the coolest uh, like uh, thing you could do as a, an adult. My brother and I. She asked us if she could move, and we we're like, "Mom, you you raised us. You did your job. Like, go live." And then she she uh, you know they traveled across I? the world. She moved to Taz with this dude, and they live in the Lake District now. And he's 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 gonna pass away soon. He's got cancer, but they had uh-huh. like oh well, it's all good. They had like good nine years like together. Wow, so, yeah, fabulous! Crazy. Good for her. Super Do you cool. see her? Do you see her? Uh, when I first had my daughter, we I saw her, and then we saw her. I traveled Europe for forty days when she was a little older, backpack with Charlie Mayne, but then mm. like COVID and stuff. But yeah, anyway, so we wow. lived in Dundas, and then I bought a place downtown Hamilton. If anybody knows Hamilton out there. I love yeah, Hamilton. Well, unfortunately, I know <laughs> Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you love yeah, Hamilton, we, I, really? I'm a big, I'm a huge Hamilton you supporter, man. You know what? I, man. I've had good times in Hamilton. Hamilton is certainly a place for good times, I but I don't know about living there. The North End. I was on Barton and Wentworth. I bought my first place oh, when yeah. I was 19. Okay, Nine. that's up on the mountain there. No, man. That's, that's like, downtown. It's like downtown. Oh. When I got my mortgage, the guy showed, I was like, what's that red line? He goes, that's the train tracks. You can't get a mortgage on that side. And I was like literally the other side of the tracks no that's wild man. it's true <laughs> yeah i was like that's amazing that's yeah. wild all my friends went to university and i i uh i wasn't i didn't go so i just bought like, a fucking slum slum house and then got another one and so on and so forth so normally when i think yeah. of a guy like you who's an actor yeah uh i think your mom or your parents were supportive and and of of dreams and things like this and obviously your mom's a bit of a free mm-hmm. dream and spirit mm-hmm. or yeah. something yeah, Bohemian, that whole thing, boho. So yeah. is that did did, did she uh, encourage? Well, uh, in, yeah, I mean, I would say in, always has encouraged lots. Uh, dad tried his best. He always, dad is a musician. He's a bluegrass musician. So and then my stepdad is awesome. like jazz, like flamenco. I'm like cool. So everybody's kind of musical. Um, but yeah, she was always kind of gone. Just let us do our thing. It was like she trusted us and. Interesting. Yeah. That's that's the most important for a parent to trust. Yeah. That's wicked. For sure. Yeah. So it was, I mean, uh, when I was younger, I wanted to be a firefighter or an actor. And I always thought I was going to be a dad. And I was al- I've almost been a firefighter many times. And then, yeah, I've just been working at restaurants and trying to make acting a thing. And yeah, when I. Well, if you, if you end up playing a firefighter yeah, yeah. in a movie. It's probably because of you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the thing, too, is you're not trying to be an actor. You're an actor. I am an actor. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, I've been doing it for a while now successfully. And yeah. uh, I think yeah, uh, way more successful than a lot of people that have Absolutely. tried. Tried and Now, having said that, bounced out. don't you think that actors are always trying to be actors? No, well, matter, no matter where they. That's fair. That's fair. That's I, don't, a, I think I don't know. actors are just out of work at that point. They've already. I think we. Yeah, I, I guess that's like, true. Are you saying like trying like? Yeah, it was just sort of like that, like meta. They're, they're just trying, trying to yeah. get the next job. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> yeah, they're trying. Well, I mean, I have made peace with the journey of what we do. Even if at this point, if it was to end, I'd be pretty happy. Or later on, I'm not doing anything else. You know, as long as there's food in the fridge and my mortgage is paid. Cool, I'm man. Sure that's like yeah. That's 
you know, that's why I work at the bars. I work at the part-time in a brewery, which is where I met you. What's the name of the brewery? Uh, Flux Brewery. Awesome. You're welcome. Shout out to You're Flux. welcome, Jeremy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey man, and, awesome and, oh, beers and everything. Let, let, oh, everybody, man. let yeah. everybody know where it is because it's uh, it's phenomenal. It's, it, it's it really an awesome is. place. It is, yeah. So in these southern counties, which we all kind of live and exist in, yeah, yeah. all these crazy artists out here, which is insane. <clears> and <throat> I constantly meet new people that just live here and work really? in the industry. Yeah, I just think it's pretty wild. Anyway, uh, it's in a town called Scotland, Ontario. It's this beautiful little brewery on the water. They've had this like man-made pond. It's open. It's random. It's it's yeah it's just, just random on the road yeah, you, you don't want to use that diving board you, well i'm gonna use it if i quit or get fired, <laughs> that's my last that's the oldest diving board i've ever <laughs> so seen to go out. yeah i'm doing a gainer off that i'm gonna smoke my face my face <laughs> yeah we were there it's great the service is incredible yeah, yeah man well it was me it was i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's uh yeah that's the journey man so yeah i remember starting why i started acting and everything becca was wasn't my ex wasn't pregnant at the time and I, we, we were in Hurricane Sandy in New York on the water, and I just saw like the wow. whole yeah the whole fucking town just like blackout, and I was like, oh man, this is a pretty trivial, uh, shitty job. I was working at Sears, and I woke up and I was like, I can't go back to work. You were working at Sears in New York? No, I was working at Sears oh, in Hamilton, but we went on the trip, and we were just so happy to be in that hurricane. Oh, so I just I just saw like the most powerful city in the world just like fucking. Yeah. blown away i was like this is, what am i doing working this stupid job ah like, oh, I, gotta, I see i, gotta try I see oh, that's a crossroads we um <laughs> discovered we need to follow our dreams yeah man yeah. love it man becca was supportive too if you ever watch this <clears throat> which you won't <laughs> <laughs> supportive bitch yeah no God, i'm just yeah, kidding yeah, sorry yeah. <laughs> supportive bitch i love you so much I, you're, you're a great mother <laughs> hell yeah no <laughs> doubts we just didn't work out it's all good but then three months later she's like i'm pregnant and i'm like can i still act can I try? She goes, you fucking better make sure. It somewhere works. right now she's yeah, doing. Yeah, I get it. I somewhere get it. right now she's doing a podcast and going. That fucking. Yeah, bitch. I was yeah. in New York when Hurricane <laughs> Sandy hit, and I thought to myself, what the fuck am I doing with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's True. dreams, his aspirations are all fucking. They're all. <laughs> he's got nothing. <laughs> yeah, not to mention he's not six feet. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, you're just a little under. It's yeah. all good. It's all good. So that's where it's, that's the <clears throat> that's the beginning. Yeah. Amazing, man. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been quite the journey for sure. That's been a, you know, you guys get it all the time. People go, oh, how do I, how do we get into stunts? How do I act? Yep. You don't even know, I don't even know how to answer that at this point. I'm like the, the amount of work that it's taken to get to where, where I am, let alone you guys. Right. Sure. Just, like, what do you start with when somebody asks you that? What do you, what do you even I say? I tell them to go away. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, well, how many people are just opportunists and at, and looking, right? That's not how we met. Well, you know, what it is, is I yeah. think the average person sees a movie, TV show, whatever, and they see that the actor's doing a great job, they're making a ton of cash, and it's really easy. Yeah. So they figure, oh, I could do that. You know, I'm a mm-hmm. good looking person, and I could be, you know. I'm the funniest in my friend group. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they impress their mother with the little skits that yeah. they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they don't know. Like, I, I tell people all the time that if you can be discouraged from anything at any time in life, <clears throat> this is it. Oh, for sure. You will, this will destroy people. I had somebody reach out the other day. He's worked a great, he's an he's a old football mate of mine. Uh, you know, yeah, good looking guy. He's full set of hair. He's like, I, you know, he's worked a factory job his whole life. Made awesome money. He's got five kids. He's like, hey, man, I want to get into acting. Like, uh, you know, like, I look good still and I got hair. And I was like, I was like, dude. You will not make the. And you have five kids. Your factory job pays you lots of money. 
you will not start at this. Like, I don't want to say no to anybody, but I was like, oh, fuck. You get rude awakening. If you ever, I will help you. Totally. But fuck, yeah. you'll be depressed as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I, I, I have nothing against anyone following a dream. Yeah. As long as it's a dream. It's not just a notion that they had today. Well, oh, that I, I want to be yeah. a manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just because they had heard you yeah. say it or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Let alone being, once you, or say you get there, not know, and then having to be behind a camera in a fast moving environment with uh, 300 people behind that camera doing intimate yeah. scenes, hitting marks multiple times, keeping your energy at a certain pace, 100%. Et cetera, et cetera, while maintaining that character and trying to stay in. Yeah, and there's always that thing in the back hours. of your head time, yeah. money, uh, producers, director. Making people happy. There's all all kinds of shit go into this. Oh yeah, you know they just people just see. You yeah, know, yeah, exactly. exactly. And there are so many tiers of people on set that you know if you're working a floor of a factory, you might see your manager or a boss <laughs> or somebody that's making a dime more than you are. Yeah. But on set, there's everything from down here and or whatever that. I don't mean to. Uh, no, no, whatever. We get it. But you know, PAs and background workers all the way up to uh, executive producers and people walking through the set and walking by, you know, you have to assume nerve wracking. Yeah. You have I to imagine assume everybody's watching at all times and you got to respect everybody. And uh, mm-hmm. the, my best friend is a, a quite accomplished director from, from Ancaster from like kindergarten. Awesome director. He taught, he said one thing, Kim, once you got on set, just remember everybody's name. Just that's one thing you should really focus on. And I can only do that on set. I can't do it in life. I know people from high school and I've hung out with them and I'll see them today and I'll be like, Steve? He's like, John. I'm like, ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but on set, it's just immediate. Like, that's like one, that's another thing. Like, just everybody is doing their job. Again, your mind frame is in like the professional world at that point and you're focused on that's fair. what you got to do. Yeah, and yeah, you're, yeah. You're tapping things out in your head, keeping orders. Oh, and life, you know? right? Like, people understand, like, if you, you know, these people want to become actors, if you got a shitty day or something happens to you, you, you're supposed to forget it in every line of work, but people bring that with them. You either use it, and which is a, a lot of actors can be like, use it, like, but yeah, use it, yeah. and and forget about it, and just dis 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 dissociation. Like when you're on set in front of cameras, like I've I've been broken up with, and I had to direct the music video and make it, but I put too much time and effort into doing that. I get it, yeah, right, yeah. You, I'm sure you've been like huge fights, and you have to just you go get lit on fire and <laughs> you use it hundred percent. Just use it. Yeah. 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 And light you on fire. Yeah. Yeah. That I means so much though. Right. It's like, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, well you just, I mean, nepotism, but you wanted to do it as well. Like you grew up, with, of course, obviously the legends, but yeah, uh, uh, of course. Um, uh, and that, and, and with the question where people say, how do you get into it? Obviously my answer is different than, than the majority of other stunt performers. Maybe in 90, yeah, maybe 80, 90%. You know, I, um, I, most stunt performers come in with uh, some sort of athleticism uh, or a sport or something that they are already rather accomplished at, if not at a professional level. You skateboarded, though. You're skateboarding. But then, but that's the thing is my, my sport's a little different than some, some of them. Uh, usually they're martial arts and, and, and gymnastics and things like that. And I, I always dabbled in that stuff sort of growing up, but skateboarding was just my sport. Some would say that's more important almost <clears throat> to be in Well, I always sports, tell people, like I when think. they ask about my injuries or something on set, which I don't have a ton of injuries on set. Of course, you get rocked doing stunts. Um, 
I've had like a dislocated shoulder and a few other things, but yeah. nothing major. I always tell people that as a skateboarder, and I was I was hardcore, man. I still skate today, and I've been skating since I was like twelve. I saw your ankle, do yeah, a yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, twist uh, the other, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I always tell people that there's more, there's easily more pain involved in just a skateboard sash, you know, than there is uh, doing doing stunts. Usually, stunts is more of like a calculated risk and all this kind of stuff, and skateboarding is sort of. When I was on Reacher, Let's see how this goes. Alan Richton, I knew he was going to throw me down 24 times, and he's a big, big grown man. Yeah, he's but, a big dude, man. He yeah, is a big the end of that, my leg was just completely blood and stones, but I was like, oh, whatever. Like, <laughs> I, knew, I knew what was going to happen. So you're one of the few people that have been whipped around by him. Alan Richton? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. You you, you you had, it was close. No, I was close. Yeah. Was sad, I had a fight day. scene to do sad with him. Day. Yeah. It was a sad day. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I should no, even go no, into no, that no, day, no, but, but it ended up, uh, yeah, a, a day cut short. I was, I love, like, I don't fanboy often. But with him, we were all on we were all on Reacher. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Yeah, we were, oh yeah, the one the one thing. Yeah, yeah he and, was uh, on his own show. Yeah, no doubt. Which was what was I don't know. It was probably Mayor of Kingstown. Yeah, you're on Mayor of Kingstown. You, you were literally yeah. on Mayor of Kingstown. Oh, was I? Yeah, you must have been because that was those overlap. Because I remember doing both pretty close together. Oh, okay. Well, I remember getting. I, I did. I did my days <clears throat> on 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 Reacher like right inside. I'm okay. I just remember the paychecks were pretty close together. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you, yeah it's, pay's good. Do it. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, no, uh, yeah, Alan, he was in Blue Mountain State, which is like, he's a, it was the funniest football show. It was a football show. Yeah, that was great. Remember? He was yeah. playing Thad Castle. Mm-hmm. I remember, and uh, I got that job. I threw your name around after the audition. I had my Did dad, it work? I, had, I was on the job. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was, my dad helped me with that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like slip my throat this way and everything. But uh, I remember sitting in the tent. It was just myself and two other actors. And then Richson just sat down. I was just like, oh, oh man, <laughs> like this is so cool. <laughs> like, well, I, don't, I don't fanboy often. And I just, I was just sitting there. I was like, yeah, man, what Blue Mountain State? He's like, slowly turns. He's like, and the other two actors had no idea what we were talking about. And he's like, what? What is that, Alan? He goes, that's when I was a young svelte boy. I was on the show, and I was, I was, I was like so happy. He was just talking to me about it all, like. It was the best. I love it. But yeah, then we did Mary Kingston. I remember getting that text from you. Got got to roll. Answer me by noon or I'm giving it away. 100%. (laughs) I just move on, brother. (laughs) That's how quickly shit moves, man. Oh, I remember. It's like, send me a headshot. I was like, I couldn't find one. I just took one of my, my, like, yeah. Speaking of fanboy, have you ever seen the movie, you know, the National Lampoon series? Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course. Way back, there there was a movie called Senior Trip. Uh, I never saw that one. I remember. I remember the Ryan Reynolds one. No, uh, what, I, I don't know. I, I can't remember exactly how early this was, but I did watch it obsessively when I was, I think, grade six. I did Las grade Vegas seven, grade vacations. seven, eight, something like that. Yeah, yeah well, those were it's great old, movies. But uh, Jeremy Renner is in. He stars in Senior Trip. We never think about that. Yeah. No, yeah. and it's just a dumbass <laughs> National Lampoon movie. But I asked my dad to tell him. That uh, that you know Marvel's all right, but Senior Trip yeah. is bomb. Yeah. And so I, I don't I don't know what you told him, but uh, I told him that I I, I actually fanboyed uh, so much over Renner that Rhythm? I didn't shake his hand. Yeah, and it's not like I'm some freak fan or anything, but I'm I a freak it, fan of that movie. Dude, we're in the industry. How many people have we seen that we like uh, respect and idolize, and we got to work sure. alongside them, mm-hmm. and then just be also professional? But we can still, you can still get giddy. I get excited seeing you guys. I'm like, I got so much respect for you, dudes. 
right? But like, well, that's nice. Jamie Renner, I never used to <laughs> until I listened to him on a podcast. And I, I heard what he did. Um, he told basically Disney when he was playing Hawkeye, he's like, you give me this time off so I can spend it with my daughter. I'm not going to do it. And he just tried to strong arm Disney and it worked. And he came back after he said, he's like, what the fuck did I just do? He's like, oh my God. <laughs> like, but that's the kind of shit you got to do sometimes. Like he just threw his huh. weight around. Yeah. He's, he's a good dad. He, he's really... I've heard and I've seen, really yeah, yeah, he talks about it openly. I, I never used to really, I wasn't too big in a Jamie Renner before uh, kind of knowing him real honestly about him and on the podcast and stuff. And I remember seeing him in like Dahmer and like some other movies, uh, but I never really. Yeah. He's yeah. had, he's had, he's had a few great movies and was cool it? roles and stuff, but, but he hmm. played uh, Yeah. He's been, he's, he's in more stuff than you could think about. It's so like a senior trip where he was in that uh, Charlize Theron uh, movie where she plays the minor and he was like the. Uh, he's like the evil ex-boyfriend. I was like, oh yeah, oh, I don't know. Renner, man. Yeah, you just forget that he's in, he's in heaps of stuff. He's been acting for his, hmm. his entire life. But yeah, you get to meet him. Unfortunately for him, no, nothing beats his very first uh, film, National Lampoon Senior Trip. No, no, I know, I know. Yeah, and and I well, told him. When you set the bar <laughs> a certain height, that's that's it, you know? That's, you gotta you gotta play with that bar. You can't just come in rocking. It's True. Like my first thing was McDonald's commercials, you know? I'll never get, I'll never do better than those. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. There's no, no chance. Mick Lobster. I'm yeah. honestly looking at you with that hat and that shirt, and I'm picturing Mickey D's and the little logo right there. Yeah, man. The whole know, time. I've worked. I've I got a giant tattoo of McDonald's on my chest. Can I get some fries? I like that. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, man. <laughs> hey, yeah. I just saw you in a commercial just recently. What was that for? Uh, betting. The North Star Bets. Probably betting. So good. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, comical, suave, suave... Uh, like opposite Dosecki's man sort of thing. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah, it was. Those are great. Those are great spots. Well, yeah, this <laughs> this sort of. Uh, <laughs> turn, but there are off. those. There are those series of commercials like man style commercials, right? I, I did. We did that one. I'm wearing a turtleneck blazer and trying to be all you know. Um, it's a it's a joke, like a it's a comedy spot, but they're great. They look great, and uh, all the like all the other betting commercials. They're like they're serious. It'd be like Jamie Foxx and all of them, but they're all wearing fucking turtlenecks and like blazers. I don't think they knew that. They just go, "This is what it's probably going to be." And so many of them have the same look. And then there's me making fun of it, though. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, I see. That's cool. Yeah, it's great. It was great. Have you seen them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I yeah, see yeah, them sure. every time I go. Over, I mean, I don't have cable. Uh, I have I, I watch YouTube and they get those commercials. I, I haven't necessarily seen them there, but yeah, I go to the keg and I see it. I, we went to we went played golf and we ended up at like a St. Louis Bar and Grill or something, mm-hmm. and uh, saw oh, you true. saw you there. Man, and, you know you're just great. everywhere. Oh, they're, I'm oh, so I was so, yeah so happy to get those. There's three of them. Uh, they cut them up into thirty second spots, fifteen second spots, seven second spots, and uh, radio like the. Face you're gonna get the, called back. I guarantee. I fucking hope so. I've I've never been so sick in my life. And versus, I was on set. Well, it's like the Dosecki's guy. It's like the Old Spice guy. Well, this is the thing, though. I hope that they stay in business because <laughs> there's so many vetting companies right now. And right, I'm okay. following them religiously on Instagram right now, being like, "Oh, get your followers up, man. Let's go." Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. My, <laughs> this is my daughter's chance we to have fruit that's not rotten. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My life, my life is that in Hallmark movies right now, and then waiting for the next stunt thing, which I got to figure out how that works. Hey, look him up. What the hell? Yeah, I started another couple of shows in uh, first and middle of August. Well, I know one. I think one just got renewed for season two. If I'm yes, one correct, did. Right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's but, another show that's just starting up first season. Okay, cool. So we'll 
You'll see. Yeah, sweet. If I need a guy with a turtleneck and a blazer, you're in. Well, this is the thing, right? What did you What did you say to me uh, when we first met? Do you Do you you remember the how Camp that went 32. down? Well, I Camp remember 31, 31. first 31, sir. No, they, actually, they banned me, so let's call it Camp 32. We can't talk about Camp 32 legally. No, true. <laughs> <laughs> I got fired. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, can, I, can, I can imagine. But I yeah. met you in a place. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I said, you should be an actor. <laughs> he said, I am. I am. You're like, no, you're not. Yeah, I, was like, I was like, no, I am. He goes, yeah, everybody says that. I go, no, not around here, man. <laughs> you, go, you go, are you a union? I go, I'm, yeah, full union. You did my, paid my dues. And then uh, I, go, I go, what the fuck do you do? <laughs> what do yeah. you do, man? <laughs> yeah, well, what's with the third degree? <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm a stunt coordinator. I, I'm, a, you know, I want to have done most, most of the stuff in Canada. I was like, no, you're not. He's <laughs> like, look, just look, up, look it up. He goes, can you fall? Like, what do you mean, can I fall? He goes, well, you can act. Can you fall? I'm like, I've been falling by my, like, by accident my whole life. Yeah, for, yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, it worked out. Right? And you're like, you're like, I'll get you on a Netflix show next month. Yeah. And I was like, all right, buddy. On a few stunt actor roles. Yeah, man. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's been That's three wicked. or four now, which is amazing. Yeah. And October Faction. And it'll keep going. MOK. Yeah, MO, yeah, Mary Kingston. So that was so fun. That was the first time I got squibbed. It was a big one. And you... Took the record, yeah, man. Yeah, no, but that what you did was uh, was awesome. Ripped your shirt open; it was huge. Oh, it was huge. It was a shotgun blast. Uh, yeah. yeah, you did a nice job, buddy. But what I'm we'll what I'm more impressed that. with, um, and I've always said this, that when an actor takes the squib for the first time, mm. the facial expression is incredible because they're it's, you you don't know what to expect. Oh, it, I didn't but, act. No, but what your fall, like mm-hmm. when you hit the deck, you said like you were such a tight. Tight quarters. You remember, all that, all, you remember all the metal and everything? All the stuff, yeah. all the buttons and the knobs and whatever in that little hut. For sure. Um, I just said, I, I don't know. Pick a spot, hit it. Mm-hmm. And you hit the deck hard. Um, yeah. It, it looked amazing. I know. I was really worried because I knew how many takes we had of that. One. One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're shooting on film and they, they don't have time to redo that and they, mm-hmm. they're going to move on or not use that footage. Big time. Yeah, I remember being so uh, nervous, but just being like, I know, I know what I can do. Like I've, I've worked with, I've worked with guns before and blanks, and you know, I've done this, and yeah. So I knew, I knew how to do that, and, uh, and there was a ton of shit going on that day. Holy fuck, man! There was, I almost shit my, I almost shit myself before it happened, because directors from you know L.A. This and that. There's 400 people. It's a prison riot. There's fire. There's we're running down. I gotta, we gotta do our thing. There's GoPros everywhere. This is before the squib, thank God, you know, because we got it set up. And then the shotguns start going off right by right by your head and everything. I have to go in the lockbox in a certain amount of time to get that handgun. And then the biggest thing they asked me to do is, uh, um, well, I get shot, then I have to shoot. But they made me switch my hands for the camera's sake. So I had to shoot with my left hand. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, here's another mm-hmm. fucking thing. I was like, no. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, yeah, no problem. I like, I got this. Yeah, then he, yeah, the guy busts in, shoots me, and then I got to shoot him and fall. I was like, what, I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> and then that's wild. It looked, it looked amazing. And it happened so fast, right? It was immediate. Like up until the point yeah, yeah. you go, oh, what am I going to do? I was then, sitting in my trailer for four hours eating a steak watching Triple uh, <coughs> uh, Nine on the TV. And I was like, oh, this is great. And then, <laughs> like, all right, we're going to use you now. I was like, and then it goes boom, 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 boom. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then the squib, yeah. right? And that's yeah. where, I, and the squib, that was such a cool experience getting, uh, squibs are explosives that get thrown on you, 
and uh, and they, they they literally just blow up and blood goes everywhere to make it look like you're getting shot. Yeah, yeah a special a effects guy behind you, you yeah, de- detonating it. You'd be about yeah like six feet away with a cord, so he's yeah. he's there. And and uh, another thing, you got to work with him on the motion. So we're right before I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I stopped the director and everybody because I was like, what is what is the motion for you to to blow me up? Is it going to be my hand come down at a certain line? What do you ah, want? Yeah, because you got you can't. Yeah, it's all timing. All timing. You and know. you got to trust these people and know what they're doing. Yeah, man. And, and see, that's a lot of it. The interesting thing about that is that, you know, actors, a lot of stuff that they create is organic. You're, you know, you just create whatever it happens on the moment. Being present and grounded. Yeah. Right. But this, there's a technical aspect to it because if your hand is in front of the squib, you're going to blow off your thumb. It won't feel great. No, it's, you know, so you have a technical component. Mm-hmm. to this particular piece of acting yeah grab the gun at a certain point l- lift it at a certain point shot shot know that's coming and then and then follow through with your fall which was also like so what, what was the answer to your question what was the uh, moment of, of shooting it, the it, it was a line that i we, him and i decided that i would i would straight arm and once i lifted lifted it right right to my chest height that would that would be yeah, because the guns would go off so quick. Yeah, and no one could tell. Right? Straight and, in. Yeah, right. And they they were gonna cut it a certain way. And then it scares the crap out of you, and you fall down. Oh man. Yeah. Well, I have a. I look like Bruce Campbell in the still I have of that shot. It's uh. I'll show you guys. It's my face looks plastic when I got blown up. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, my one my best friend screenshotted. He goes, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> if you send me that, I'll put it up on the. Yeah. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> you you send me this picture and I'll put it up on the screen. <laughs> Yo, you do. Yo, that's hilarious. <laughs> Is that great? I look like I got like a plastic surgery, and like... that's a great shot. I'd love to have that. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that funny? Yeah, that is funny. I don't know. My my friend, he took that still. And he's like, you don't. You look like. Do the next Evil Dead, baby. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, but what a great moment, man. What a cool moment, and. uh what episode do you think that was? That Remember? was, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was uh, nine, or nine, 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 middle of, middle of nine when they have the breakout. And getting squibbed, meeting all the cool people, again, talking about fanboying, uh, James Jordan, who I was talking to. Yeah, he, yeah. That's when I got to talk to him. He's on Yellowstone, and I probably Instagram him too much because he's just got all svelte and jacked. I was like, what are you doing? How are you doing that, man? You're not. Yeah, I just saw a picture of him. Do you looks, see that? looks amazing. Yeah. yeah. It looks amazing. I know I sent him like too big of a paragraph because all my thoughts just get jumbled. And I'm like, oh, did he respond? Something. He did. Yeah. He's oh, great. Oh. He's great that way. Okay. He's like, he's, uh, and he cares. He's from like Montana, right? He's yeah. like just a cool, so he's, like, he's a guy. Super. He's a guy. He's just a great guy to work with. He's a guy. And Michael Beach. Yeah. Michael Beach is incredible. Amazing dude. I met all these guys just getting, you know, squibbed up. And I, they probably won't remember me, but I was like, this is great, man. I love this. I met, uh, Beautiful. Saint, uh what's his name? Um, the Irish actor. He's in, Game of Thrones he plays Littlefinger, I think. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, he's what's in, his uh, name? Um, he's in Peaky Blinders. Man, he's 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 been like dude, like led. And he talked to me. I had the yeah. I had the stupidest conversation with him ever, <laughs> ever. He's like, I was standing beside him. I was like, we both had our masks on because you know I was like, hey, hey man, you know we're talking. He's like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? It's like his accent. I go, where's your accent? What's the accent? What's where are you from? He goes, I'm from Ireland. You know what I'm gonna say? Oh, sorry, sorry. No, continue. No, Hold says, on. Continue. This is a dumb. This is a really dumb. Like, like really stupid. Like, he goes. I'm like, oh, the islands. Cool. Like, where's I? Like, what Dominican? Like, well, I don't understand. He's like, no, no, Ireland. I was like, 
what? He goes, I'm from Ireland. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, my whole family's from there. Anyway, nice meeting you. <laughs> He's like, I hope I never have to do that again. It's five times this week. No. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I was just going to say for a guy who doesn't fanboy often, you fanboy often. Yeah, I told you about three times that I fanboyed. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. All I, on the same show. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking that the fanboys are more just me being like, well, <laughs> cool. But I mean, obviously the conversations I have are not being, <laughs> it's just like, hey, you on Blue Man State? He's like, yeah. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> You're from Ireland? He's like, yeah. I'm like, cool. <laughs> at least uh, they, they're probably thinking at least he didn't ask me for a picture they probably think i'm simpleton or, they probably think i'm a simple boy from canada they don't realize that your acting skills are way beyond hey man part of the deal is keeping humble but uh, i do think i'm right i'm at this point in time i've i'm pretty pretty okay but i don't think about it too much i just kind of do the, i don't know how you guys approach it but like when you get you, you do some acting not yeah just, yeah i do you do lots a fair amount you guys make your own stuff yeah yeah well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak, yeah. I'm gonna speak to that comment that you made. Which one? Look, being humble. Okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> um, when I was a kid, I had an audition in Montreal. My car wouldn't even make it to Toronto, so I went and took all my money out of my bank and I bought a ticket and I flew to Montreal. For the very next day that I got the call, took a taxi downtown. It was apparently for a big American movie with a big American director. Okay. So I went in and did my read. My hair was down to here. I was in great shape. I was just a kid. And at the end of that read, the, doc, the, the director actually said to me, Mr. Butcher, are you a good actor? <laughs> and being a proud Canadian and humble, I rolled that cob of corn under my foot and I put my tongue in my cheek and I said, not bad. Yeah, yeah. He said, thank you. Four months later, when the movie was shot and gone, I had an occasion to speak to that casting director and I said, I thought he loved me. She said, he did. He loved your look. He loved your read. Mm -hmm. Told me he was looking for a good actor uh, and not a not bad one. No, the confidence thing. Big time. Mm -hmm. And I, from that moment forward, I have never made the same mistake. And if you're going to enter this industry, yep. enter it with an American attitude or get out. I know. And that, you hear that over and over and over again. But it's like so hard for us just being like. Well, I don't. Here, the thing is, too. You're an actor. Everybody. Just pretend. I mean, yeah. we watch celebrities on TV and you want them to be sort of humble or something because it kind of brings them down to like a level that you feel at or something. I, I, I don't you know. You bring the humanity but, to a base, they become a guy. But when you're talking to somebody who, who who's in the business and all this, he's not looking for anyone to to lower themselves. He's looking for someone to be honest about what they do. And it, you know. It's when I go to set and, and, uh, and you meet someone and they say, I'm just a background. And I always remind them very quickly, it's not my place to teach them but I say, please don't use the word just yeah, you're, or you're, only. Don't qualify what you do. You either are or you're not. It's fair. And tell me you're good at it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's just honesty. It has nothing to do with uh, being boastful. Yeah. So we'll reverse this. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've worked my ass off and I do really fucking good. And I'm very good at it. <laughs> We're going to edit out the last five minutes. Yeah. I, I love, I'm, I coughed over that. I didn't mean to, but yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd I, rather hear that. Yeah. I, well, which, you know, you talk to so many people all the time and it becomes just like a, in every like everyday life, you know, yeah, yeah. I remember the North Star bets that were on TV when I was at the brewery, and everyone starts cheering, you know. And so I'm, I'm on the screens everywhere, and then I come out and I was cleaning the shitters. I just come, I was like, oh, it's cool, you know. That's, <laughs> that's the mentality always. It's just like it's just 
it's a job and like you work you work your ass off and 100 percent. Yeah. but but you do have to get that and that has taken a while and i always say this too and i don't know why if i can you know even with comedy right i was uh, people have all the confidence in the world when they're younger and they have no reason to have this confidence when we get older we kind of lose that confidence but we have all the reasoning because we've worked we've worked our ass off and we're we're learning it constantly like the knowledge in this room right now of, of our industry is amazing correct yeah like in, insane but um but you lose that confidence you always got to remind yourself that you're here for a reason well we're, here it, for, we're doing this for a reason it yeah, is so. a humbling yeah. it is a humbling industry in general uh it, it, you know the the fact the fact is uh you can audition for 100 100 parts 100 roles and, and no matter how close you get unless you're first it mm -hmm. doesn't matter i can't count how many i've done this year alone exactly think, it's it. it's a humbling industry mm -hmm. in general and it's like maybe when you're at uh his level it, it's a different ball game but that's getting that's getting there yeah um i don't know is it humbling to you at all well you stay you stay you, we we have to keep feet on the ground like stay humble but i i get the attitude thing for sure and when mm -hmm. and when we're in the room we're not a bad we're not you know i'm contradicting here with that one thing i said earlier but like when you're in the room with working alongside these people that i don't care about i don't fanboy about can anybody but when you work right, <laughs> right. You except three that we yeah, know yeah three. yeah dude, dude, i can go on i was like oh my god yeah. stop counting same episode i pull same, up i pull like know. a landscape paper of like all the people like i was like, I was like, more, like three stairs yeah but uh but when you work with these people they expect you to do your a certain quality of work and job and that's Correct. what we're there that's what we do you can't ever think you're just like oh i'm not up to the par and imposter imposter syndrome right correct that shit goes out the window. For sure. I think what happens though, you, you mentioned the confidence wanes as you get older. Um, it hasn't for me <laughs> and I've gotten older. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, it, it's Brilliant. not a, it's <laughs> not my day. You begin to, as you get older, you begin to compare yourself with others in your comparison is the thief of joy. hundred percent. So you've got to stop that. Mm -hmm. um, the, um, yeah, I, I, you asked about humble. That's what's in my head. I think yeah. I'm. A, I think I'm a fairly humble person to begin with, anyway. Being a, a, a Canadian, that's yeah, but grown. but I also understand my my accountant is really good at what she does. I have a friend who's a firefighter, and he's really good at what he does. Sure. And if you ask him, are you a good firefighter? I'm okay sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure he's going to tell you he's good. He's in incredible condition. He's yeah. hardworking. Sure. I don't want someone sitting in the firehouse mm -hmm. who is a mediocre firefighter. That's fair. It's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Don't tell. Hmm. So when I when I look at your resume, and this is that lesson that I learned when I was a teenager, are you a good actor? I'm not looking for someone to be boastful or an egotist. I need someone to tell me the truth. Mm. And if you can't tell me you're, you know, yes. Yes, I'm very good at what I do. If if you don't give me that answer, why do I want you in my movie? Fair. Why would I ever hire you as a stunt performer to drive, fall down, light on fire, go through a window, I don't care what it is. If the producer is spending a quarter of a million dollars today, mm -hmm. you better tell me you're good at it or you're not getting the job. Not to mention being punctual, on time, ready to go. Oh, there's at, so many elements. At like 4 a.m., <laughs> have the same energy. Yeah. So many elements. Yeah. So so speaking on that, you took you came back from that audition in Montreal probably feeling awesome. 
fucking yeah, I got mm-hmm. this. And then just didn't hear, didn't hear, That's right. didn't hear. That kind of shit that we have to go through too. Like just the rejection, the idea of like, I, I've got so stoked for some roles and I, I, I dream about them. I spent three days reciting the lines. Yeah, sure. Oh, I should have done it this way. Would it? Well, think, yeah, right. But in, as we say, the auditions and rejection, like I played football for a long amount of time and I just think about like, well, you just throw an interception, you just, you, the game doesn't stop. You just keep going. That's, I always try to think about that. Like as There was a point, for, for, there was a acting. point, like I started auditioning when I was probably 11 or 12. Yeah. No, you were younger than that. I, uh, not that picture over there is, is either eight or nine. Well, seven, seven, no, eight. no, no. Well, that's, I guess that's probably true. On the other wall, not that. He looks like, he's like Christian yeah, no. Bale's young hot boy there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, then, I can't say well, thank that. Thank you. Uh, 11. I miss those 14. Days. That's a hot boy. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a fanboy of four now. <laughs> Listen, I was 15. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> I was a um, man. No, you're right. You're right. That is a really early. Yeah picture that is true i i don't know i don't remember half the crap i've done my whole life has been spent doing auditions and and being a part of this Mm -hmm. this industry and this world um but i think by the time i was 15 i was just used to rejection and and then yeses came sparing sort of sparingly in a way uh and that's because it's not because I, i i i sucked for anyone who doesn't understand the auditioning process if you have an agent and you're out there uh, uh, learning, educating yourself on 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 uh, the skills and all that stuff. Um, there's a good chance you're doing several a week, uh, sometimes two a day. Honestly, I'm not. A, I don't. It's never enough for me. I want more. And shout out to my amazing, my amazing agents, Amanda Rosenthal Town. They're the best thing that's happened to me. I'm so lucky to have them. They're just a powerhouse. But it's never, it's never enough, man. You want but Kim yeah. Wyatt McKenzie? You give her a call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it took me. It took it took a few years for me to get my first yes. It, it Randy Lee, my my younger sister. It took her one audition. She the very first audition. She that's did, what we she see. Was, we see that shit all the time, though, right? We'll see like you know and you know. The, but it, book, book, book. You're like, what the but as you grow older too and and you're you know the the wisdom starts kind of turning and you you start to understand uh the industry you you sort of have the ability to put yourself in the shoes of the director or the producer or the writer which we whoever's all direct i know we all direct here and i know we all create stuff so we also see that side of how that yeah and you start to realize that if the director personal well yeah the director's got something in his head he's he's read the script or written it uh he's working within confines of other that's correct yeah Right. Totally, totally. And if, uh, but you know, you, if, if you don't come walking in looking exactly like the character he's, he or she sees in, in, in their head, uh, then there's a good chance you're already, before you even start up in front of the camera, you're kind of already on a lower. Yeah, or your opposite has been cast. And you have to match that. In well, a that's true. Way, right? Yeah, you don't know. Who's, that's true. Who's There's it. so many that's aspects; true. it's ridiculous. Andrew, so, Andrew was up for a show, and he was uh, a little too tall to play the son because the father was shorter than he was. Which is which is crazy because you're always taller <clears throat> than your than your parents. Yeah, it's kind of funny. You, yeah, and usually. I got I got this close to being the lead in Almost Famous. Which has now, which has literally become my favorite movie. It's like a cult. And that is not, that's just a coincidence. Which is a hard thing to, if you almost get something, almost famous, almost get almost oh, famous fuck. from almost famous. I, <laughs> but, you know, uh, that's a hard thing to, I, I've a lot dreamed of about that. A lot of people can't watch it, right? You can't watch those things. No. I know people that have been up for, um, oh, Arrival, Arrival, an, uh, an active friend of mine, and uh, he did a really good job. He's on, he was on it. Is that that space the, movie? Yeah, it's a, it's a translation. It was amazing. Yeah, it was yeah, a, yeah. yeah. Fucking Jeremy Renner might be in it. Uh, was it 
He's in everything. Don't, yeah. Are you sure? Maybe. I don't know. It plays the alien? No. No, I don't know. No, I don't no, know. No, no. But it's great. It's a great movie. <laughs> anyway, uh, they cut this person out, and uh, he has not been able to watch the movie since. I'm like, you should watch it. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard a lot of things like that. Yeah. Uh, of people not watching the movie because they've literally been, their scene is cut. Well, like, I was afraid. I don't. Well, do you want? <laughs> you don't hire me as a coordinator. I'm not watching your show. Yeah, I won't do it out of spite. <laughs> do you watch the show knows. that you're director's like, hey, no. uh, yeah, man, I don't even watch the to, shows I'm coordinating. Just want to know, did did you watch it? You're like, no, no. <laughs> so he's like, fuck. You know, it's funny. Don't be humble. Don't the, be humble. The funny thing about doing the funny thing about doing TV series uh, is that I read the scripts. I know the actors. I know them personally yeah, as yeah. people, but I know the characters, and I've already seen the show. And I know how the stunts go. Eh, I, I don't watch a lot of the TV shows that I do. I'll watch the movies that I do, but I don't watch the TV shows. TV, that's a lot of commitment is watching some. Like, and but he's also a movie you, guy. But yeah, if you coordinate. Well, my best friend. Tra- Charlie, guy, I want to give Charlie Terrell a shout out, by the way. Thank you so much for being you, man. He's been a super big support. And you got this guy's like Oscar, like shortlisted director. Like he's and from little guy from Ancaster, just parallel stories. But anyway, hmm. um, he won't watch TV. He watches movies only. And uh, I don't know what, why is that? Because the commitment or just the story? How, how, how old is he? He's 34. Oh, then yeah. I don't know. Because I, I consider, I <laughs> right now, TV is taking the cake. Uh, because sure. well, you have 10 hour movies, yeah, have, yeah, it's unreal I'm, what you can do. With I'm TV watching now. the terminal list right now, and it's uh, you know, it's Chris Pratt and I love him or hate him, but like it's you're uh, a fanboy, fan I'm imagining <laughs> <laughs> parks and recreation, yeah, but uh. <laughs> it's great i'm i'm like i'm like jogging like 10 kilometers a day because of it you know i'm like a navy seal which i do not have oh, we've talked about that before i do not have sea legs but i'm like i'm fucking watching the terminal list i'm getting into it i watch it every morning after i get my daughter all set up and i'm like i'm gonna go watch you episode and you know? go jogging yeah you want to work out later let's do this i was like so into it but it's 10 hours of just this like i'm constantly thinking about it like I know if like gamers sometimes think about playing games all the time. I'm not a gamer, but like you think about that. I think about watching the terminal list in the morning or at night. I'm like, yeah, I do. I do that. There's some great TV shows. Succession. Well, I have to get into that, man. I heard amazing things. Well, the boys. Well, they took the boys uh, is cool. Yep. The uh, the uh, the boys Emmys Toronto uh, Toronto shot. I think Succession was nominated for the most Emmys. Yeah, uh, under the banner. Oh, okay. It's been doing pretty good. And my my good mate Mikey Lipka, who you I guys you guys got to meet. I just did a short film, just directed it with him, and he's a skate kid and a phenomenal actor. Variety newspaper. He was in under the printed banner. Printed anyway. that they predicted that uh, Mayor of Kingstown would be nominated for an, a, a stunt Emmy. Yeah. Nothing. But it wasn't. Nah. Boo. <laughs> Boo. And like that's Should interesting what that kind of stuff does for the career too. So Mikey and I have been talking about it. He got he got to work with he's sitting in a car with Wyatt Russell and uh God, I forget his name. Sam, the dude from Avatar, that Australian actor. Sam uh Oh. You know what I'm talking about. Sam will know. Yeah, yeah, Sam will know his name. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. he's sitting in this he's with these heavy hitters and uh he's in an Emmy nominated show right now with with Garfield, Andrew Garfield, and he's he's with he's got wow. great scenes and he's like I'm like, dude, this Will Jeez, probably man. do well for your career. It'll probably yeah. There's no way it can hurt at any capacity, right? So these things do matter, unfortunately. Yeah, unf- yeah, yeah. Because you did a great job on that show. I, just, I, I, I know. There. I know you. I know. Of <laughs> <laughs> seeing the action in that one scene alone, I was like, "What is happening right now?" There's yeah. how many stunts? That was unbelievable. You have on that, hundred and something, ninety. No, one hundred forty-two. Two hundred. Two hundred and two hundred and thirty. 
overall of the oh, 10 wow. episodes. But there's a picture behind over your left shoulder. Of the, I was not in that. Well, that was, yeah, I mean, that was just literally one scene. That's just one day. One, one scene, that's the, la- that's the last episode. Probably, uh, right? Well, yeah. It, I think so. Um, it would be, because I was in the second. Yeah, that would be, yeah, I think so. Yeah, were they, the, the whole prison riot and we, all that shit. Yeah, we took four James days. Jordan gets, I was unreal. Oh, yeah. Man, what a cool, what a cool experience. Did you know, did, yeah. you, you saw where James gets shot? Uh, yeah, in the side of the head. Yeah, and he drops down. Right, yeah, and well, cold, cold drop. Did he? Did he do it? Yeah, no. Oh God, yeah, and he was great. <laughs> I mean, they were, they were really great. Uh, but he drops down and sits on an apple box. An apple. <laughs> you can see it in the shot. Oh no! Really? Oh. Uh, come on, man. That's why you didn't get an Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put it there. Okay. Whatever. That trivia is going to end up on IMDb. I'll, anyway. I'll, I'll Instagram him right now. He loves when I text. I'm him. sure it's there. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's hilarious though. Looking great. Eating plums? He's like, yeah, that. man, who are you? <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 never mind. <laughs> yeah. You know, you mentioned, you mentioned you um, mentioned earlier um, nepotism, and I'd really like to address that. Sure. In the in the history of Hollywood, stunts yeah. uh, was set down from father to son, mother to daughter, blah, 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 went that way. And mm-hmm. It's all families. And um, it's the same thing here. We have huge family uh, stunty people. Yep. But... The thing is, is when these guys were little, uh, Kristen, Andrew, and Randy Lee, all grew up in a film family. Mm-hmm. It's it's what they it's what we did. Uh, they learned how to write at at very early ages. They understood how what how to read a script, things like that. Shout out one of the better <clears throat> writers I've ever met, by the way. This man right here. Yeah, man. Yeah. I agree. Well, for real. Super sweet. Real. I absolutely Thank agree. You. He's worked very hard. Learned a lot. For a guy who I I, I watched write his name right there like a child uh i appreciate it more than you know i totally get grammar <laughs> yeah, keep going sorry no, that's your thought. I, I was just gonna say um um like you mentioned earlier a friend of yours said i want to be an actor yeah so you can help your kids and you can help your friends mm-hmm. get in that room but if they don't have the moxie to stay in that room, true, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. So when when Andrew showed up on set, um, yeah, sure, I introduce him, but he's hired by everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He his, he producers call him all the time. It's longevity and that's right because and trusting it, that it has person. nothing to do with yeah. me. Yeah. It has everything to do with his skill, Kristen's skill, Randy Lee's skill. My youngest daughter, Randy Lee, is an art director. She gets called all the time. She just turned down a big show um, which to, is, just to enjoy her summer. Which I think is um, one of the uh, <clears throat> bars of success in our industry is when you can turn things down. I know some actors that are like, nah, I'm not going to take that role. It is, although it comes in like waves. Like, you, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. certain years you're just like, I can't turn shit down. No way. And then yeah, another year you're going, fair. fuck, I got to turn something down. Yeah, and people call that, uh, they're having a moment. A moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which well, I hate that fucking term. Yeah, oh yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, oh, silly. Oh, don't take it away. It's <laughs> <laughs> not true. Yeah, well, desperation too, right? Like after you get that person in the room, if we get too desperate, people can smell that a mile away, and mm-hmm. you can you got to get rid of that in some capacity. Like, um, which is crazy. The business of acting and being a stunt performer, you got to put yourself in a good position. Again, living out here because of COVID, I tried Toronto and it wasn't sustainable, and it didn't help me. 
being being here with my kid, I have a better quality of life, more time, and I'm working way more, and I'm doing my own shit, living living out here. It's you know, it's you got to put yourself in a position to win. I'm sure I'm not meeting maybe people I need to meet, but I don't think I fucking like being I don't out. Think I kind of need to sometimes. Like I know you guys, and I'm making my own way. I got great agents. I got a great circle of people. Me out that in I Scotland, trust. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I Dude, mean, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I'm in a country town, one school, one, and I'm working. I feel that as well. I get that. Yeah. People ask me all the time about why I'm not in Toronto and all this, and I, I always say, "Oh, I'm in Toronto all the time." Like it's not. I'll go where the work is. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm going totally. there. Yeah. Uh, and and if if uh, if I gotta be there tonight for some kind of networking, whatever, I don't know what it is. I'll I'll do it. But out here, I got room to ride my motorcycle. Yeah, uh, I got. It was only. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right music, next to my your... dad and hanging out, and it's, it's all, yeah. Which fine. is important, I don't right? Mind yeah, my dad lives on my property, and you know, I shit on him sometimes. He's, I love you, man, but fucking piss me off sometimes. But I'm really grateful to have him around. Shout out to dad. <laughs> yeah, shout out to dad's around. Yeah, but he's like, great. It's great having him there. That man cannot live in Toronto, and uh, it'd be hard for him being away from his grand, you know, from everybody. And sure. It would just be too hard, and it's not worth it uh, because life is not, like, this is our our career and what we do and what we love it literally fills our souls i know it does well, a lot of people that balance is so goddamn key well people are always trying to line up everything so perfectly in their life like they got to be in the right place right time this and that and they're lining it up so perfectly that they they actually drop things like happiness mm. and and other things by the wayside because they're focused on something that that is that ends up being kind of uh uh I don't know, false or whatever. Well, you, you realize how short-lived it is sometimes, right? But, like, you also forget that people are watching. And there are, you never know who's going to watch your stupid, you know, your your betting commercials or your, like, make lobster or whatever. Like, you don't know Well, you're watching. going again podcast. True. Or, honestly, or this, like, listening to these these, never great, know. these great things. I, I love that you guys are <clears throat> doing this, by the way. I think it's great. You're going to have so many cool people on. You've all you know. Fucking right. All you know are cool ass. We got way cooler people than you oh, lined up. I can't, yeah, yeah. I can't even believe I'm here. <laughs> I'm Fuck like a, them, I'm, a com- I'm a little comedian like, uh, like I was after who who was it again first first uh oh Sean Lawrence Sean are you kidding Lawrence like one of the most decorated like SWAT team yeah big like, time. Been all over the world and I was like yeah who am I going after I'm like Sean Lawrence so it's like whatever hey listen we're, we're <laughs> gonna talk you? we're having conversations with our friends yes that's yeah right. and it's and it's that's sort right. of motivated by people in the industry and and you know it, it felt what? like we were supposed to kind of do this in a way just because of the people that we've run into or the people that we know what happens when we get together and we hang out we shoot the shit we We shoot the shit we talk about and it always ends up being about the industry and things that we've done usually and what we're doing or thinking about right like absolutely and I love like any podcast I listen to only has to do with the industry Dana Carvey and like the, like they're you know uh, yeah armchair yeah. expert we'll find usually. an audience yeah hundred percent and and our and our subject matter will be varied it's mm-hmm. all good but also um, how interesting to be a Canadian uh, version of all, what happens in Canada and all the Americans that come up and work with you and work with us versus listening to some American we know how America works in this industry Canada is true almost a little bit it's it's close but it's a different beast in a way. Right. When we get True. hired, it's usually guest star roles or we're not. It's very yeah, sometimes not the lead. Right. It. It's always the Americans brought <laughs> up. <laughs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure it works that way as well. Right. Like, <clears throat> but it's interesting to see the perspective from the industry and, and Canadian side because everyone just thinks L.A. and well, not so much New York anymore. Yeah, you're there, right. But I mean, so, we grew up with that. Yeah. And I, st- I would still love like speaking of 
on the effect of working where we need to go. I'll go to I'll go to California and work and then fly home. To- no, yeah, when when nobody wants to go to California because of the beaches and and you know all the beauty that is there nobody would want nobody would want to <laughs> i don't want to do that disgusting you come to toronto yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey we have beaches <laughs> yeah. we have beach now, speaking of toronto <laughs> that's right. we have beach <laughs> yeah it's about this long speaking of toronto um i yeah. you guys yeah we're very fortunate to have been born and raised near one of the biggest film centers in the world. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Other people have to move here. That's fair. So people have to move from all over Canada mm-hmm. to either Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal, How many Winnipeg. actors do we know from Saskatchewan? Correct. Yeah. They're not making the big movies and the TV shows in Saskatchewan other than, you know, Corner Gas, which I was the stunt coordinator of their movie and <laughs> was very good in it. Um, I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> The movie, not the series. That uh, I, I love Corner Gas. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Corner Gas. Um, the um, I was very fortunate to be born and raised one hour from the one of the largest. Yeah. Okay. Towns. So I yeah I should speak to that as well. Like when I say I'm in the small town, I'm an hour and a half away, which is still very easy to get to where we need to be. People in L.A. Solve perspective. People in L.A. are an hour and a half. And they live in LA. They live in LA and they're still out for it. Well, honestly, yeah, people in Toronto before uh, the pandemic happened, they were taking the subway an hour to an audition. Oh, that's we, true. we drove an hour and a half. That's true. I'm like, well, what the fuck? Yeah, what the absolutely. Fuck? I'm, gonna I'm like, I don't like it's the same <clears> difference. And you're, you're living this, what it seems, I mean, your energy is your energy, but stressful, like life of trying to like make it in the city. I was like, fuck. Oh, out, yeah. Get out of there, man. Oh, yeah. It's like an hour radius anywhere. In the last few years, I, and I, it's, I think it was even before all this COVID shit started, but, um, you know, obviously the city's getting so intense with traffic and, and constant, like, people and well, everything around that uh, a lot more has been shooting in Hamilton or surrounding areas, right? Cambridge. I mean, tons yeah, Cambridge, Cambridge yeah. tons are here. Brantford. Yeah. Yeah. We shot um, October Faction in Cambridge. We shot That's uh, right. Mayor of Kingstown in Brantford. Oh yeah. yeah! I literally one day in my life I got to walk to work, and that was on <laughs> that was on Handmaid's Tale. Well, mm-hmm. my last movie I did was a Hallmark movie, uh, uh, Holding Place title, The Holiday Switch. Sounds like a swinger movie, but it's not. Damn, <laughs> The Holiday <laughs> Switch. Put your keys in the bucket. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Holiday Switch. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so it's about this uh, girl who uh, switches their bags, and she gets a novel, and it's this. Uh, un- it's, they don't know who the novelist is, and they all fall in love with them. And I'm the older, grizzly brother of the. Uh, romance novelist brother who's like in this small town he's like no i don't write these novels <laughs> like they're anyway but i but it was super close i drove uh 20 minutes to work wow well, amazing I, yeah amazing i got to stay at home i had my my kid covered with like mom or babysitter my dad whatever and i got to i was home uh you know well with the exception of working fucking and, and shift, I mean, shift and night shoots being home at 6 a.m 8 a.m and it really it's just the traffic it's I I don't I could care less if but if I'll, I was working downtown Toronto and there was no traffic on the way whatever God who cares yeah right yeah yeah or, yeah. or give me that H O V lane <laughs> yeah <laughs> I take it anyway but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we talk about that <laughs> yeah yeah I can't help myself yeah I, I mean yeah. I did a Michael Douglas movie right here in Cambridge and <clears throat> just across the river about as the crow flies four blocks from my house yeah and while I was on set. They said, well, okay, we're going to have a guy come around the corner and he's going to slip and fall. Did you bring a pad? And I said, uh-huh. 
just go home. And I went home and got it. Just <laughs> go home and get it real quick. Yeah, so good. Yeah, my, well, we've we've done a number of car commercials in Air or Brantford yeah. or Hamilton, like all right here. Well, we all just did the, the they built the town for Reacher. Speaking of Reacher, they built that. That's not very far. But it's, where's that town built? Marlboro? The, oh, really? Where we did the, oh, Kia, where we did the Kia commercial. Remember, I was, which is another funny thing. I was the driver for the new Kia electric car. And then I see you on set. You're like, yeah, I'm doing the stunt driver tomorrow. Oh, that's right. But that was, uh, that's in Toronto, right? <laughs> yeah, that's outside of Toronto. But like still, it's like a whole American town that just <clears> built. Like, and how many more things are going to just shoot there? Because it looks like a ambiguous yeah, but, American town. Apparently, they're going to keep it. Which is amazing. Yeah. Because yeah. that'll just help us, it's, right? It's stunning. Yeah. And they're building the hub, the Netflix hub. And Hamilton is studio after studio right now. My friends. Really? Shout out to Green Green uh, Green Door Studio. My co-director I work with a lot on sketch stuff and recently dramatic stuff, Tyler Shazma. He has a 8,000 square foot studio on Upper James. Like, just... Like they're popping up left, right, and center in his. Wicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's, ha- it's happening, man. And one in maybe North Bay or something happening. Or there's, there's a new studio being built. In well, we got lots North of tats. that's another one. Lo- that lots of tats. And they, how many tons movies? of shows. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know? so they shoot yeah. up there all the time. I shot Cardinal there. I um, wanted to get on Cardinal so bad. I, my, we yeah. shot Carter there. Andrew and I shared that show and uh, uh, the Trickster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This man. This I want to get on. Uh, my goal, dream would be a cool western. I would love to do. I mean. It's always our, hey. it's right. every every stunt guy. Every stunt guy has a little cowboy in him. And what my, the hell my, does that mean? <clears throat> yeah, I know. My oh. first right, right here. <laughs> it's in in my heart. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. No, I and uh, the <laughs> first western broke, broke I did. Back. I got broke back. Yeah, the first western I ever did was uh, Super Dave Osborne. Oh my god, I love That's I love Super. They hired what do you me mean? To, they hired me to coordinate the Wild West episode of oh, Super Dave Osborne. That's fucking. We got awesome. no time limit on this, right? What do you, what do you guys? No, no, no all's all's good. If oh, okay. you see me doing doing stuff over here, I'm what, just. You want to you want to end? No, go, I want to keep going. You I want to leave? Go. Go. I want a little more, little more whiskey. You keep talking. This yeah, is we're great. Forty five oh. minutes. Yeah, I was waiting for you guys to. <laughs> the um, <laughs> it's all good. It's all yeah. good. How you doing in there, Deanna? Oh, you're just sleeping. Uh, you hear this little voice all good yeah she goes it's true we all do have a little cowboy in us <laughs> oh, sorry deanna uh, for for my guests uh my, my inappropriate behavior yeah uh, comedian i get away with it. i say whatever i want <laughs> yeah, speaking of comedy yeah yeah well you... uh yeah speaking of comedy tell us about what you do well we were, comedy, we, were, so. we were supposed to do a little something something sasquatch oh yeah, yeah. we're well we're still going there right. yeah we're we, going yeah. there it's it's yeah, on cheers, it's on the mind. Yo, cheers, buddy. Oh, hey, cheers, let's cheers. reach in. Let's do it. Another clink, clink. Oh, yeah, comedy was predominantly what I kind of started with, and back in the back before I wanted to do anything, it was all sketch comedy. Was so, a so you're funny? Nope. <laughs> wait, <laughs> I just wait, really ready? Like it. Ready? Are you are you funny? Okay, take two. Yeah. So you funny? Yeah. Yeah, I'm funny. Four months later. Hire this man. I got the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty fucking funny. I'm a funny Spin guy. Spin around a bowl, flip him off, walk out. It's awesome. He's like, God damn. I bring like assless chaps. He's like, and he wants to be in a Western. I like uh, this guy. <laughs> I like the cut of this guy's chip. <laughs> yeah, Andrew wrote a pretty awesome Western. Oh my God. I Did he tell you that I read it? Yeah, he told me you read not it. comedy, but yeah. no, no, not no, comedy, but, it's, but uh, it's wicked. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect when I read that, and uh, that thing, that thing lined up, and I thought, and it was just the beginning of it. 
yeah when it ended i was like holy <clears throat> shit and it was so full it was like oh. it had so many great characters and online like everything man i didn't know where it Thank was going you. it was written well characters were amazing it was so gritty felt good I yeah like, i think it needs a i actually to be honest with you i actually read it uh last night oh did you i did you i read it it, it, had been, it had been a number of months and i i i you know i thought i was finished and i'll be honest i don't think i am <laughs> you know that's <laughs> the problem right. a painter wonders when he's finished this painting and one more brushstroke could actually ruin it well I so agree. Yeah. so mm-hmm. i would leave it until we're ready to shoot this so thing. okay another like what what you just said my best friend charlie another thing he taught me he goes uh you know you everyone has a thousand stories like you can keep writing all day you can ruin your painting um he goes pick something that you kind of you feel good about my when i was doing my first short and he says uh, just make it it may, it may not be good it may be good you'll know where you're at though at least you've done a thing yeah just do it yep. yeah and and that's what i've been doing and i and that is even for my last thing i just directed before i went to florida last week i just did it and i'm so happy with that kind of shit so yeah you can keep working on something you're like fuck i should just write that fucking thing alone or just done it what's interesting though is here andrew wrote it he read he reread a script last night Mm -hmm. that we all read yes a couple three months ago yeah something yeah and we thought were was fantastic Mm -hmm. i think you should take our word maybe (laughs) at at, at this at this juncture maybe yeah the uh, we can talk about it later, but you talk um, to ten people, but I have and people say the same thing. You're probably yeah, you're to, on some the right, degree, to some degree, uh, to some degree. Now, Wait till you read the thing he's writing now. Is, yeah, is it, w- without a doubt, it's another drama. Uh, uh, it's a very heavy, very heavy thriller. It would t- be we, we talked about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, we would have talked about it. We talked about it, but it's it is easily my, in my opinion. I mean, when you go from writing a fucking really. Uh, yeah, a, a western full of characters and locations, and literally crossing certain con- uh, countryside and all this stuff. Um, it gets complicated, and you have to do your research. Well, yeah, like you know? I, like my, the things I write currently are logistically feasible for my budget and what I want to sure. do, and my people I have around me. That's so what I'm so, writing right now. So I get that. But and to speak on what you're writing right now, another just thing that happens to Canadian filmmakers. Um, do you guys find that they get safe? Everybody gets safe. Mm. Everyone's so fucking safe. Just a second. Yeah, we've talked there's about this old, like a billion dude, times. There's an old yeah. adage that I made up. I think I think I made it up. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Did I just do it? We say it at the same time. Well, if nobody comments Canadians, on where it's from. Canadians. Yeah. Uh, right. No, Canadians. Budget. No, Canadians yeah. write, write to the to budget, budget. And Americans budget to the writing. Which is which is the way. So if I tell you I have a million dollars, you're going to write your movie, and we're going to spend a million dollars. But in in Hollywood, most American big shows, they will write what the hell they want, and you will budget to that. Like how much money the mm-hmm. American Kingstown? We know. Yeah, right? I know. It's incredible. It's insane. You know, that, that, that quality of show compared to the stuff that the, we do here, even the shorts, I try to make a short and I don't want to, I'm not going to slander anybody, but I, I was, I was, it was pushed against constantly for, for three years, this fucking movie. I was just trying to make a movie and it got pushed, pushed back constantly for this couple things we want to do. We want to do a, a throat slit, whatever. 
You know, you can do it tastefully. You can film it a certain way. I kept getting denied, pushed around. I was like, can we just fucking do it? Who cares? Well, it'll offend. It'll offend. I'm like, I don't care who it offends. Those people won't be watching it. That's right. right? True. This is part of this story. Mm-hmm. You know, so my, anyway, so that thing got, I shelved it. I was just done. I was just so done with it. And uh, the last thing I did, I fucking based it around the throat slit. And I have a beautiful, cool little movie that tells a great story. And I'm constantly thinking about it before I edit it. On th- I'm going to start editing on Thursday. I'm so excited to to make this thing. That's incredible. Know? Yeah, man. Yeah, it was just, Sweet, man. Just and, to, I'm, and I'm not trying to put down a, a Canadian no, filmmaking. No, no, no. But I'm saying all. this happens all the time. People are like, well, we don't want to offend. I'm like, who, who are you trying to offend? Who cares? Right. Oh, well, if somebody wants to buy it. I'm like, well, they'll buy it then. Because you got to stick to your guns. You got to know if you if you believe in something like agreed, you know, like agreed, like we, that Western has a lot of shit in it. That oh yeah, but I I I, I really try not to bend. I try to work with within realism. I'm not trying to offend anybody. No no no. Or no, or no. to not offend anybody. I'm I'm ignoring that even possibility. Well, listen, the terminal list. I'll talk about it again, Chris Pratt. But uh, <laughs> but uh, uh I, I watched it in the morning the other day, not knowing how heavy a certain scene was going to be. Yeah, and I couldn't believe they they had it and showed it, but it really, like, it added to everything, and it, I mean, it took my emotions to a different level. Without that, isn't that wonderful? It was amazing. That's was, what film is supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It like it was a it was a it was it's like the purpose. It was a stressful little morning. If film like, isn't supposed way. to. Frighten you, move you, yeah. upset make it, make you. It think about it. Absolutely. Yeah. What is the purpose? If if I don't take you somewhere, your life doesn't already exist. Mm-hmm. There's no purpose. Where's the entertainment value to that? Story, thought, um, the artistic nature of it. Uh, obviously, acting has to be there. I think. I'm, it's, I'm, well, I'm an it's got it's got to make uh, it's got to make you think. And if uh, it, it, nothing's gonna make anyone think, if uh, if they didn't touch sort of a line or something to cross or to make, you know, to just people want to bring up a point and then see how it gets reacted to, mm-hmm. you know. This sometimes I'll 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 make stuff. And I don't know. I don't really know. Um, I don't think about it so much. But uh, maybe if it doesn't, like I don't. I won't think about it to the the third level. I'll be like, okay, that's what it means to me. And then the conversation afterwards is amazing. It'll mean it'll just touched everybody differently i'm like oh it's a fucking great perspective on right. something right mm-hmm. again the western the way i probably think about that to what you think about what you think about obviously way different and uh right but we all i'm, I'm i've thought of, I, but i've thought about that script i've thought i've i've actively thought about it i yeah. love you which is right <laughs> <Fan> <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah speaking of fanboy jesus man Andrew, now i'm Andrew getting Andrew it Butcher, four stars one heart <laughs> he yeah. is no, funny. I appreciate he it. is funny ladies and gentlemen uh, yeah, he's, he's, yeah he's, in the moment yeah. i can't do stand-up i only do sketch i run a sketch comedy show called smooth comedy with my best friend darren menezes awesome. yeah, I've, yeah i've done it for 10 years and where can people see this hamilton awesome. ontario we run out of the staircase theater which has been shut down i love that place open and closed about that, three times that's now. the place near the highway yeah it's on it's the i love that it's place. a beautiful venue way and, back in the day it used to be like it was like, it was the epitome of what you would hope an open mic spot would be. It's amazing. Because as, as a musician, I went there and I played, and there was always people getting up doing comedy, poetry, 
It was the it was like that really chill. And, and that's one section. Vibe. That's the cafe section. Then they got the theater. Oh wow! I full, didn't even they know. Have a full old theater with like old. Like I wondered vel- how you did it. I was. Re- I gotta they, come see it. Then, that's I know, all I gotta I do. I it's a monthly show with new sketches. <laughs> new, and and the best and honestly the best quality comedians. My friend Darren uh, curates and produces it basically, and he gets the best comedians. And you know, we'll do amazing. It's a, a kids show for adults is the way we describe it. So we'll do an intro. Comedian sketch, comedian sketch, and we have a grammazing. We have a magician on the show every every month, and he's like one of the best close up magicians in Canada. Wow, amazing. yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So it's something we've done. Uh, we were thinking about putting together a uh, an uh, an adult show for kids. Yeah, 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 which would which was not you know talking you know. about being safe. Yeah, Some, yeah, <laughs> but we don't want to get arrested, so we're not. <laughs> I think you should either go to therapy or go to prison. Yeah. So pick, pick one, mate. It's <laughs> the best thing for you. <laughs> anyway, and, and, and just in case anybody thought he was serious, we're joking. Is Oh God, we know that. If you have to say you're joking after, then yeah. <laughs> is it, is then it? are you? Yeah. But um, Ooh, yeah, we wrote no. this. We wrote this. We do this uh, sketch show. So that was the beginning thing I ever did before I got into acting. Not that you asked. <laughs> Jesus, we don't have to ask. This is not a interview. I know, man. It's a free form. It's uh, a conversation. How many? Conversation. How many seats are in that theater? Well, okay, so we we. But, but uh, Andrew can ask questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to ask because uh, people might come out and see your show. Well, so. that 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 the bottom theater holds about uh, 68, 70 something. But but I have we have since changed it to there's another spot upstairs. It has a very like a uh, uh, New Yorky kind of like open vibe this bar at the back and we just set up the chairs and oh cool it has risers and we have a little green room for the comedians to sit in oh sweet yeah sweet. Yeah, yeah so it's a yeah it's a lot of work though man no well, i'd love to come and see it it does it sounds awesome though dude it sounds like fun i mean it's yeah. it, don't give us a date now because no, no, this no, no, is no. gonna but uh when we're finished let us know because usually once I'd a month to bring yeah, my smooth, wife smooth Rhonda would like to see it it's i always say it's the best best little night out because Rhonda just, studied it, all the uh second city stuff she went through every level yeah, yeah, yeah. I and, mean, that's, that's uh, we'd love to see it. We always say we hate improv, but we always end up improving after we write a sketch because yeah. we're just like it's just best buddies on stage, just making ridiculous sort of. Uh, well, a script is just a blueprint. That's you can paint the building any color you want, as long as you know how to work with that person. It's all it all it's all gravy, right? But uh, absolutely, yeah. We just do it for there's no fucking reason to do it. We don't do it for we don't well, make the, money. We don't. Yeah, but the, <laughs> so, yeah, but, but but it keeps your chops juicy, right? It's it training, going. right? Like if we do, I do uh, one community theater show a year usually, and it's so much work, but it's some of the best training I'd ever get. You know, Look, I, if if yeah. if if it wasn't, I mean, you can you can do every anything for money, I guess. But um, I know you do. Yeah, I do anything, anything for money. One dollar, uh, touch it. $2. And for those <laughs> those who want to get my tickets, I'm over here on the corner every night. You know what I just, midnight. You, know, you know what I just rewatched Beer Fest and uh, the scene where they the scene where they gather everybody together and Barry he's like a male prostitute. <laughs> I have not. I haven't seen that. Holy I don't even fuck. know. It's so funny, man. He's, really? He's, he's like going through and they're trying to get him to play in the beer competition, and he's like really good at quarters and. They're, they're like, uh, he comes up, he goes, Hey there, gentlemen. He goes, One dollar to touch it, two to see it. He goes, he goes Like, six dollars. He goes, Six dollars for a Z job. I go, What's a Z job? If you got to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> Somebody, I was like, It's such a great, like, that beer, beer fest. Those are the kind of movies that you want to be able to make okay. down the road. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so funny. I they, just watched They them. wasted 20 minutes that movie, sorry to cut you off, with killing off, off a character. And then it, I'm not going to spoil it because it's been around so long. I don't give a fuck. And they kill off this character. It's 20 minutes of the movie. They all go to the funeral. They all talk. And then they're like, what are we going to do? 
twin brother walks in. He goes, hey there, I'm Landfill's twin brother. And he goes, and then he goes, I want to join your competition. I'm better at drinking beer. He's talked about you so much. I feel like I know y'all. And it would mean the world to me if you just called me Landfill. And then 20 minutes wasted to kill somebody and just bring him back as a twin brother. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, that's cinema. I, I, <laughs> cinema. I, I don't even remember the names of actors in movies. And he recites the oh, dialogue. Yeah. Well, sometimes. Well, it depends on what it is, right? Yeah, if it, if it, if it, if I, if I, if I connect with it, you mentioned Wayne. To touch it. <laughs> you, you mentioned Wayne's World earlier, and my, uh, my, uh, my life. Not only is my my phone is is like it's it's called Wayne's Basement. That's one the, thing you and I have very much in common. Is Wayne's yeah, World. and yeah. my uh, even my license plate. I'm not going to say it, but it's uh, <laughs> it's a it's an ode to uh, Wayne's World. Well, listen, I, I grew up on Wayne's World, Kids in the Hall, uh, yeah. a little bit of Monty Python, throwing that naked gun. Oh man! Like that's like my comedy. My and dad, he worked my with dad, Leslie Nielsen. Mm-hmm. Did you? Oh yeah, he's awesome. On what? Would you work on with him? Men, men with brooms? Did, no. Did, did I? Did I not mention? I don't remember. No. Do south. Oh right. He you threw him out the back of the. No, he thing. threw me out. Oh, or yeah. Why would you throw him out? Yeah, stunt wor- guy throws the actor out the back of the. Um. <laughs> I, yeah, I worked with worked with Leslie Nielsen several times on Do South. But one particular gag that I did right. was we were in a, you know, locomotive, a diesel I'm locomotive. I'm fanboying right now, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> and uh, we know that about you now. The, the theme. The um, non-fanboy. That's a fanboy. Leslie Nielsen had to throw me out the the, the engineer's car? window of, oh, okay. of the locomotive. Yeah, was, that's but, awesome. No, but he, he was he's awesome. He's he, incredible. He, he's he was one of the uh, quickest, sm- smartest. I, I I think comedian like I, speaking of comedy and, and acting and the whole all everything that we do. I think being a comedian and having those chops and timing, 100%. I, I think is uh, the most important thing maybe to have in dramatic in the dramatic world. I think a comedian coming over to the drama world. Oh my god! Is agreed. Way more f- like it's John it's, Candy, it's, Robin Williams, some of the be- Steve Martin, some Steve- of the best performances. Absolutely, some of the best. The most the the, the, the yeah. dramatic moments. Sorry, Leslie Nielsen would speak to you at the craft service table, <laughs> and he is being so serious; it's crazy, and it's a joke. Right, and it's he's amazing. Yeah, yeah. but um, in <laughs> trains, planes, and automobiles. My God, well, John my, Candy. My, my dad and I. That's speaking. You know, that's one of the best. Shout out to my fucking dad. No, we hit yeah. one of our favorite movies. We watched it every year. Yep. Hell yeah, but man! The look in his face. My mother, my wife likes me. Oh, oh there that, it that, is. That's the yeah. little, little tiny monologue. It's just, it just it's right. amazing. It's I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah. I worked with John Candy on a Those movie. Those aren't pillows. Oh, no, mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a dramatic moment. The um, <laughs> I forget the name of the movie, but I worked with uh, John Candy on the only film that he ever directed. And oh, Canadian Bacon? Nope. Well, I believe he directed Feel it. Feel the rhythm. I could Feel be. The I don't believe so. Come on, Jamaica. Oh. Yeah, yeah, man. The um, I was standing cool in the runnings. foyer of this house, and I heard this guy talking behind me. Uncle Book. And I went, huh? That sounds like Norm. And I turned around. It was George Went from uh, Cheers? It was oh, Norm. Cool, cool. It was wicked. Oh, so yeah. it was fun to meet him. But um. We're all standing in the foyer of this. Uh, oh, that was Michael Moore, Canadian Bacon. My bad. Yeah. Anyway, we were we were standing. Look up, John. We um, we were in the foyer of this house, and I was sitting on the transom between, the like the living room and the dining room that kind of led to the foyer. You could see straight through. Yeah. And all these guys were standing in the doorway of the house. 
trying to come up with a joke. Yeah. This is my last memory of John Candy. And uh, nothing they were doing was working. Everything anybody suggested didn't work. Yeah, it doesn't feel right sometimes. You, just, yeah, you it just didn't, there, just didn't work. Yeah, was... And then John came up with an idea, and they did it, and everybody fell apart. Mm-hmm. Hostage for a day? Yeah, I think so. And he turned to me, and he winked. Like he knew. Like, yeah, got he got it. It. I got it. It was just wicked. Yeah, when you hit those things, you know you hit them. But yeah, the guys like that, man. Like, And again, another, gr- I think most uh, great Canadian actors are some of the best comedians in Hollywood. Without a doubt. And, and or. We could list them. And, oh, we could, we, it would be a, I got Jim Carrey. I got it here. Look at Jim say, Carrey's dramatic moments. Some of the best shit I've ever seen. All of us. Truman Show's bomb. Yeah. Or, uh, uh, um. Eternal sunshine, an eternal mm-hmm. of the spotless, spotless mind. mind. Yeah, phenomenal, unreal. Yeah, yeah, like one, you know, fucking even twenty three wasn't bad. I so bet. Uh, I was like, yeah. Oh, that is one that I didn't see. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. I tried it. I'll try anything. I, you know, a big Jim Carrey. Uh, me too. Me too. When I was when I was a kid, one of my auditions, they said uh, they wanted uh, someone to do some stand up or something like that, or you can recite something from someone else's stand up mm-hmm. or whatever. So I, I chose Jim Carrey, but I, I'm pretty sure I didn't understand a word of what he was actually saying. Which is I just loved watching know. Jim Carrey get wacky, right? And I went in and I did this audition. And afterwards, it was it was the epitome of the whole crickets thing. And it was like they literally looked at me like, <laughs> what well, also, the fuck well, also just happened? You didn't associate with anything that you were doing. You're just saying words and being like Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm pretty sure ten seconds went by and somebody said what. So Rick, I used to work with Rick Green uh, when I first started, and he and he co-wrote the Red Green Show. Um, and he was uh, he was like the duct tape, uh, black and white. He glasses. He was in a anyway. He was a great guy, but he used to say he would do stand up and Jim Carrey with when he was starting, and they used to fucking hate Jim Carrey because he would just go up there and. Just like twist his arm around, just do all these things. And yeah. He, and he got so, they're like, what? He's not even like, he's not even going up there. Well, he's probably very prepared, little did they know, right? He's like very thought out. Um, speaking of Jim Carrey, I was thinking of the mask, the, the mask the other day. And I was thinking just about how much, like, what a role to be able to probably do, like, the mask. It's like, like written for him. It's a, amazing. And like, what a cool, crazy fucking movie. And even when he has that, like, that was such a good like, movie. Put it on, he's like, <laughs> It's like doesn't do anything. Like even Ace man. Ventura and all that shit. I mean, amazing. It's all. It was all obviously Jim Carrey. I know, but like, yeah, everything he does. The, yeah. The Grinch. And speaking just, of that, man, when I was younger, I used to go to a bar in Kitchener. It's a concert bar, and Jim Carrey would come down every Saturday and, night and warm up the band, and I saw him a hundred times. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Would you even would and when you watched him at the time without knowing who? I have he, no idea who he is. Yeah, did it ever resonate? You're like, this it's incredibly guy's funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, never, you never know. Tall, skinny kid. You never know, man. Yeah, <laughs> like his story is amazing. It's great. I was just gonna say that his story in general is awesome. Yeah, I love. Yeah, like like Canadian actors that that those comedians, these the like John Candy, these got Eugene Levy, all the dudes from Westdale High School in Hamilton, who helped make National Lampoon. Like, like I'm pretty sure. If, like, you know, yeah. Forgive me if I'm wrong. No, no. Uh... I'm pretty sure one of the writers had something to do with that whole creation because i think uh i think will 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 forte he did that movie yeah 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 what was that called man that was so good wasn't that good yeah i watched it like three times in a weekend and i forgot all about it him, i, I want to go back and watch and it bill Hader, those guys are the best man bill yeah Hader, they're barry 
Barry, yes, Barry's guess, awesome. Yeah. That's just our, that's would be the dream to write something like that's like the show. Yeah. That's the one. Man. The first season. Sure. I don't know. Okay. After that, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Here we go. Well, uh, but he, what, who else stars in that? Uh, Henry uh, uh, Winkler. Right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And Barry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, he's the best part of Which it. Which you of that. Didn't you work with the Fonz? No, that? I've never worked with Henry Winkler. No? Somebody says something about him Winkler, once where Winkler. he doesn't, uh, I think he has a, a hard time with lines or something like that. And he has, because maybe he's dyslexic or something, but he just kind of goes, does his own thing. <laughs> no, no, I, I know, I do know somebody. I'm not even going to say that here. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think somebody, I told you about it too. I know but. somebody too, and I'm not going to say it either. <laughs> Is it, are we talking about the same thing? No, no, not is it different? almost. You're you are referring to someone something that I told you. Is it? But I'm gonna. Okay. I'm shutting it down. Okay, okay, okay. I can't remember some conversations that are uh, only because when it happened, I happened to be there, and he told the director, and I uh, I just happened to be the only one. Dude, while he was sitting there this going, "This isn't live. Edit it out." Um, no, 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 no. For the benefit of the listening audience, we're going to give you that name in a future episode. That's our Easter egg. Yeah. So stay oh, tuned shit, oh, shit. and click that bell. <laughs> True. There's just a few select uh, comedians out there listening hey, to this podcast, hey, shitting themselves. Speaking to shift gears, yeah, I know, eh? Yeah, yeah, fuck. Yeah, we're, Don't mention me. Yeah, talking about being blacklisted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which is, uh, is it a real thing? Mm. Depends on how you look at it. We can always record this show, but if nobody wants to play it. No, no, but it, like, is it a real thing? Because I've heard of some actors and some people doing some pretty shitty things on set, but they still come back and they work, and they sure. work constantly. I think... Is that being bankable? Okay, I think that, well, you might have more to say on this. I don't know. But being bla- I think black, being blacklisted is, is very much a thing that is attempted. And it's up to you to prevail, I mm-hmm. suppose. Yeah. What do you think? Um, yeah. And, yeah. And being, being the subject of a blacklist at, some, at one juncture in my career... I had I had a very powerful stunt coordinator attempt to stop me from working. No, and really? a number. Of, oh yeah, well, yeah. I'm sure it's. I'm sure. Yeah. People yeah, well, who fear you will wild story. do what they longevity, especially. Um, yeah. They yeah, it's a long story, but he 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 convinced other people not to hire me and do whatever, whatever, whatever. Which is a scary thing to think about. Well, sometimes. It, it is, yeah. but um, no one's getting rid of me, so. In the time that that happened, I wrote and directed my first film. Yeah. Then I produced my first film. So I'm not leaving. Yeah. And then I just went back to work. Yeah. The whole thing is you just hope good people can recognize. Because that's... Another, they did. I was going to say another part of our industry is, um, uh, you know, like, yeah, ta- talent, long, like uh, working your ass off, longevity, knowing what you have, wor- working with it nepotism a little bit meeting people which is i want to touch on that and remind me but um is also working with good people that's like maybe what like 30 40 percent is like um, i want to work with somebody who i know is going to be i'm working on set all day every day with somebody i want them to be a, a good person as this well is, as talented this is a relationship business yeah if i don't like you why do I want to work with you? Why would you want to? If I'm going to spend that? the next ninety days on a feature film and I have to work for fourteen hours a day, given a take, sure, weekends off. Why would I want to work with you? I will bring you on because you're a good guy. You're punctual. I tell my stunt guys, if you're not going to be on time, don't come. 
You will be an embarrassment to me. You will yeah. be an embarrassment to yourself. And I'll have already found someone else to do the job. I, mm -hmm. I go to work. I'm so early. All the ADs <clears throat> prepare my room first because they know that's my habit. And I expect the same from all my stunt guys. Um, well, and, so that's an athletic approach again, right? Like your, your coach should be there first. And like you come into the to the gym workout and some they're already there. Randy yeah. Butcher's already there. I like, lead by like, example. Ah. Yeah, exactly. Big yeah. time. My dentist taught me punctuality is a virtue. Yeah. Your dentist. My dentist. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what time is the best? You know what time is the best time to go to a dentist? Two thirty. I will flip this fucking table. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, being punctual. <laughs> no, two thirty. Two thirty. Two thirty. Hey man, I lost my teeth. Don't do that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah, we can edit that. I like part. it. I like. Yeah, it. we're not. Gonna, we're not editing shit. Yeah, I tell that's dad funny. jokes. It's, it's over. It's all good. Sometimes I catch myself. I'll tell him to. I'll be like, God damn, it's happening. You're a dad, man. That's happening. Yo, there are. Hey, there are times when I go when I actually know. Just be. You almost. You almost get a sense of what the crew is gonna be like just based on maybe not necessarily who hired you. You know, I don't necessarily have that experience but based on who the director is or who the producers are or whatever you kind of you kind of you understand like a vibe that you're going into well you you hope sometimes you because you just bring your own energy you bring what you what we know but then you, some of that shit's uncontrollable right and uh yeah but, you look at the call sheet you know like, fuck yeah but that's that's higher but that's the business too people can just you know uh, especially americans they'll just call each other out immediately it'll feel really negative and stuff but they just it's just they just move on like you've, you've, you've both seen it. I've seen people scream at each other and just be like, all right. And then just sure. keep on going. 100%. Like, yeah. Sure. All right. Fucking fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they, you know, they probably still work and, but like it happens oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Not so much with actors. Like I would never, I would never want to put myself in a position where I, my work ethic has been, I've, I have talked back once to a producer and I even caught myself doing it, but it was, I felt it was pretty noted. Like I, I, I it was, it was warranted. But I even apologized pretty quick after. It was on a, it was for COVID testing. I'll just say it like it was. A, I got tested nine, nine or ten times, and I had a, I had a head cold. And it was negative, negative, negative. And I was like, okay, we want you to do some wild lines at lunch. I said okay, but, and then, but the another producer just saw you drinking a lemon ginger tea, and wants oh to give you another, another COVID test. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I was like, do you know how much hell I'm going through? Try to even like, like. Like just do this. I want like I want to be here, but like this is I'm fucking like I'll do it again. I'll keep doing it. But I'm like you're we're three days into this thing. You how much money's invested? You recast or anyway. So I'm sitting downstairs and they go, okay, we'll do the COVID test. Um, we're waiting for the results again. And uh, they go, can we do the wild lines? And I I was just like, no, no, we can't. Not until that COVID test is done. And I was like, why would they even ask? Right. And I was like, and then I caught myself. I was like, fuck, fuck, let's go do the fucking wild lines. Jesus. Yeah, but fuck. Well, I was like, I'm yeah, sorry, but, but like way. you understand. She goes, I get it, I get it. I'm like, okay, okay thank you. Maybe it's not right. her fault, but fuck that. Go up, kill the wild lines, but like you know, get the negative again. I was like, but I in my head, I was like, what? Well, why? No, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? But I was yeah, thinking, but I was well, like, hey man, if your morals and your principles aren't in check, then fuck it. That's like, fair too. You gotta point? kind of stand up for yourself and understand how to. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, that shouldn't happen. Yeah, that kind of shit, opinion. right? Yeah, that little stuff all the time. That's happens. dumb. And yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> it is. It, it is, is like dumb. Our, our industry 
puts us and pushes us constantly to uh, behave in a certain manner. And it's, uh, but sometimes you also have to like stand your ground a little bit, I think, which is something that we learn along the way. If I want to retake a scene and I didn't, you know, we have time, I'm going to probably, I will say something now and be like, is it okay if we maybe try something this way? And if they say no, then I'll say, all right. Don't ever ask a question <laughs> that requires a yes or no answer. Just, just, I'm, I, I, need, I'd, I'd like I to, need to do this over. Yeah, I'd like to do it again, please. That's right. Yeah. I, I need to do it. Yeah. Usually I just go, we have time? No, don't ask. See, I, 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 I would have answered no. I'm not there yet. Yeah. yeah, that's my point. I would have answered no to that question. So don't ask a question that requires a yes or no answer. And just as an actor, say, I need another one. That's fair. And that guy will say, well, we don't have time. You say, you don't have time to put this bullshit into your movie. I need another one. Yeah, that's fair too. And if you're not willing to, and I tell this to Andrew Great. all the time, I, my wife's written a novel. It's awesome. Um, Family writers. As, as, yes, that's correct. But as we... As we're doing this right now, this podcast, my wife is upstairs working on her novel, uh, a rewrite. Which, yeah, it's not even a rewrite. It's a cleanup. That's all it is. And it goes yeah, to the publisher. And it's beautiful. It's and good. it's a beautiful story. Really good. So now, but what I say to Andrew as a writer and what I say to my lady as a writer, if you're not willing to argue your point, what is the, what is the point of having what you just put in the movie That's right. in the movie? Mm-hmm. So you, as an actor, if you've got to be willing to argue your point, and that's what um, I, I've seen so many actors go back to their trailer, upset, not happy with 100%. their work. Hundred percent. I, yeah. fuck you, I'm not doing it. If you don't want this, fuck you, I'm not doing it. And I agree with them. And then they go. Some producer has to go over and console them. They come out, and let's just do it. Let's do it because you're putting your heart and soul into something you're being paid a tremendous amount of money mm-hmm. for your experience your heart your skill and that person needs to do that because but, that's their life and never and never sorry to interrupt no no don't uh, and never never uh do you uh <clears throat> the hell was i just gonna say holy shit something really important yeah, it was, it was wicked little, important. We all have little cowboys. Fuck. It was, it was something you were saying. Do yourself <laughs> a, dis, a disservice? I feel like it's going to go No, back. let's not even start guessing. We'll just send up. <laughs> what yeah, the hell is it going to say? Well, you it just have matter. to argue your point. Well, yeah, and that, and that has taken a while. Up. And, you know, I've been in, I, I'm not sure that maybe you guys, but like over a decade easily. And, uh, and uh, it's taken a while to even be able to, I talk to directors openly you know, and we always seek this validation. But I'm like, yeah, so yeah, I was feeling maybe we could try something like this, but I, I still speak that way. But it's even taken me that long to even to, to speak my mind to be like, uh, yeah, I think like I would like to maybe try it like this, but I'm still like, yeah, I'd like to try it like this. Yeah, if we could do that, like, like well, let's just like, yeah. let's just like, like it's just like my, my language, but it's taking me that long to even get to this point. But I've, but I've seen, I've, you know. And what I was gonna, what I was gonna say was that everything that we do is, uh, for what happens in response. It's never uh, we're doing everything just to have fun and do it today. We're, we're, we're waiting on what, is resp- what happens after the fact when, you're, when what you did today ends up in a movie or, you know, and people start watching it and you have an audience and then you want to get more work. Yeah, you There's all kinds some... of things that come out of it. So yeah, if you're yeah. not happy with what you're doing today... Exactly. Uh, then and and you have to walk to your trailer uh, feeling the walk of shame, you know. 
uh, and going, fuck, am I going to work tomorrow? Am I, I going to all I these things I, come to your mind? Yeah. But I also think of it, like I try to make it, oh, if it, it has to add to the story too. Like with my, I always think about story and my character. I'm like, why have I, I've changed lines in the last three movies I've done. I'll, just, I'll be like, no, nah, this doesn't really make sense. This guy wouldn't do that. He wouldn't say that. Um, you know, and they're like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Sure. I think that's a good actor who thought about yeah, their character. hundred percent. Now I see yeah. what you just said. There's incredibly, uh, uh, important. Yes. As an actor, you have a character. No one knows that character better than you. No. That said, no one knows the story better than the director. Or perhaps the writer. Maybe yeah, it's the same person. Sure. So that person is going to sit and have a chat with you on set or off set. Which is the responsibility of that. Of, yeah, That's of correct. The, so yeah. you will argue your point. And if you don't, you're not bringing your best actor to the set. I need you to bring the best you have. That brings me to something else. But then the director, who is completely 100% very rarely prepared, mm-hmm. can argue his point that he only needs you to do this to tell his story. Yeah. And if, if, you're, if you... Everything you do has to be uh, in sync with telling his story. His or her. Correct? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that there's something to be said about having trust. It, like there's a part of your role is to trust in who's collaborating with you. I think the I think the idea of uh, like a conversation with like the director and or writer is just as, as important as speaking your mind with maybe dialogue or the character's portrayal of whatever's happening. Agreed. Just even that conversation, you know, I mean, sometimes you don't have time for that granted, but if the conversation is just as important to argue and or talk about like why that makes sense and why I should do this or why he or she should, should tell me not to. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, great point. Fuck, fuck. Yeah. All right. Forget it. Now, having said that, it does depend if, if you're on, if you're on set today, today's your only day because you were hired to say one line. And there are five other actors who are who are the stars. Yeah, you fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Piss off, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, How much did you have to think about your character? You're Which the we, bartender in this scene. Yeah, sorry. I should spe- I should I should speak uh, I should speak on behalf of multiple days on something. Yeah, not, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Not yeah like, no, true or enough. at least multiple lines. Multiple uh, an your, arc. Uh, a That's character hilarious. that plays a real an uh, pivotal yeah, not like, role. <laughs> Not a guest role part, yeah. Which yeah. is which I've seen that you know uh, not only with background but like yeah day players where even I've thought about that. I go, oh, it'd be really nice to. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're here for but, a day, man. They're working. They've been here for four months. They don't care. But don't even if you shit. are, even if you are just there for a day, uh, at the very least, um, yeah, fuck off if you're gonna get that get get to that dirty. Everyone's you know, everyone's gonna uh, look, everyone's gonna uh, look uh, at region. you a certain way, and then and then you become. You were talking about that blacklisted. That yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody, you're like, <laughs> but but okay. that's also that is somebody that's lacking a certain professionalism. And professionalism, so at the end of the day, whether you whether you're there for four months or you're there for one day, uh, your professionalism is what's got to be brought. So yeah, agreed, agreed, agreed. And I, I think there's all. It's like comedy uh, timing. It's it's all it's all in there. You know. Yeah. Uh, in the stunt world, a lot of stunt coordinators will get upset with uh, another stunt performer coming up with an idea, mm-hmm. especially in front of others, because that undermines, undermines. the coordinator. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you straight up, every time I have guys on set, 
I don't care how many. Um, if you have a better idea to, uh, than I do, tell me. <laughs> uh, I don't care if the director's standing there or the producer. Yeah. Speak up. Yeah. You're more than welcome to speak up. But this is what makes you an anomaly because not everyone thinks like this. They should. Yeah. I agree with you. Well, this, 100%. Is John, this is the John Candy moment. Everybody has to come together and they're like, okay, well, what, how could we maybe work this knife stab out a little different for the camera? 100%. Sake, for technical issues. When I was on Reacher, uh, I'm, I won't, I won't, you know, um, I fucking did most of that myself. You weren't you weren't the coordinator, but like no. I, I like I thought about it. I th- I knew the scene. I knew where the camera was, and uh, yeah. And I was told something. It, Alan Richardson doesn't give a fuck. He's gonna do he's gonna do his thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I was like, I'll just work with him. Alan and I talked about it real quick, and uh, I got a hard on, and I got rid of that, and uh, <laughs> fanboying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This, it's hard to do I'm glad this is on video. It was five, five minutes it, to camera. It was hard to do a take twenty four times with a raging boner. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> anyway, but uh, our rating, like, our rating just changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. G. I don't even know what ratings are anymore. Right? <laughs> they are. Yeah, you like, can watch South Park at nine a.m. Yeah, exactly. Right. South Park's uh, what they anyway. But see, what's funny what you say there? But, but I just worked with him, and and we and it looked looked great, and it was completely different than what was said was going to happen, and I'm so glad that I I was able to come in with that knowing. But but that happens a lot in film. Is that or or TV doesn't matter. Um, the fight scene, what happens, uh, a lot of times is created by the stunt guys. Like I'll walk over uh, on Mayor of Kingstown. We yeah. had to do like that was awesome, I, by the way. Yeah, but I had like ten guys, ten type, ten fights between two and three guys spread out throughout the yard. So I went to all those stunt guys and I say, guys, you've got you, one hour. You say ten, like ten. There had to be ten, more. No, no, no. Ten couples. Ten. I remember that. I remember that day. Oh, uh, and I just anyway, said, it was a I, lot. I just told everybody, can you please come up with uh, yeah. like 20, 10, 15 moves each? And just create fights, yeah. and then I'm going to intersperse you throughout the, the yard, uh, and I hire those professionals for that purpose. The thing about this is, is that I don't want, I want everyone's input. I want your ideas. I want your input, a hundred percent. If I didn't need that, I could hire anyone mm-hmm. for a day. Yeah, yeah, true. I want if you don't bring your entire career to me every single day. I have no use for you. That's that's the best. Totally agreed. And yeah. that is... The, something flying around my face here. That is also uh, just being good with yourself and not... and Not having uh, your, your ego, man, right? That yeah, bringing you, that ego the, the, to a certain point. Yeah, the unfortunate thing is that not most people think like that. Yeah, and the days also, speaking of like fight scenes over the days of everyone waiting and then coming in for like one-on-one, like those old school fight scenes, are that's over. Like everyone wants that gritty Americanstown. Yeah, they want to see some real street shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's where the the coordination comes in. Rolling, yeah. Because you have to have these separates, but then you have to blend them and people move through it. But I, you know, speaking of this, uh, not a lot of coordinators would have been the same way at all. And uh, maybe some of them, of course, but um, you gave all these guys in that photo that opportunity to play and have fun and be like boys do when they or or you know uh, I always think of the movie industry uh, when when things get too serious I always think yeah but we're all just kids trying to make movies 
Like well, that's that's where it all started. Yeah. And that's how it should be. That's why we love our jobs because we get to somehow stay as close to being born as possible. Yeah. Just we're not <laughs> we're not good. it's not we're not doing jobs. We're we're well, playing yeah. like we, we we were meant to. I, I get, play I cops get, and robbers for a living. Yeah, I get yeah. schedules, I get budget, but yeah. you know, at the same time like you can't lose that sort of uh um not whimsical feeling, but like that idea of playing. No, it's because whimsical. Because if you lose, 100%. If, you, if you lose that, you lose kind of the magic. Of the Absolutely, thing, you get right? in, but you're inspired yeah. to create something that's real. Yeah, we're pretending. You know, we're pretending. And if somebody like you know, you come to set trying to, I know that guys come to set. I I do it uh, still. I mean, I know I'm your your kid and all this, but I come to set uh, thinking, fuck, I want to impress this guy. I want to impress her. I want to make sure that these people are impressed. How does it feel? I get, yeah, I fanboy for sure. Are you killed? Philadelphia cream cheese, that angel, that... Fuck. Well, the new one is Humberley. No. <laughs> that's that's shifted. I know, oh, man. I know, I know it's one. shifted, but I'm old school. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, old school cream no. cheese guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, you know, guys come to set and they want to do their best, uh, not just to appease let's say randy uh on, pride, on america kingstown but at pride. the same time they they also want to get work afterwards they don't want to get yeah. yelled at for something whatever so when he went around to all these guys saying you know i need you to make up some fights the all of a sudden these guys were like really we're just gonna make up fights and play and all and he trusted in them yeah he trusted them uh, to use their professionalism and what they've done in, in their past they to, wouldn't, to well, adding, bring with them. They, they wouldn't be there if I didn't trust Well, I was going to say, adding on to that, Man. you've trusted me multiple times, not necessarily completely knowing, but you've been like, well, I'll give Kim a, ch- I'll give Kim a chance. Hey, you said you could. I believe you. Yeah, 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 yeah. we I'll certainly talked about it afterwards and thought, fuck, we, oh, we, we, why did we give him a chance? But... But, but hey man you know we did yeah, yeah. and we stamp you felt that little cow- i shouldn't that, say we that, he little, did, but... that little cowboy was right yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i mean i mean that doesn't happen all the time either right like like i've been very grateful and uh uh super uh, my dad and i do talk about it a lot i'm like fucking the butchers man like thank like randy man what a cool another way to get work versus what i'm doing on my own Right. And to prove to you that I can do these kind of things. So those guys too, all those guys in that photo, mm-hmm. right. They're always constantly proving not only to themselves, but like to, Correct. to you, right. Hell yeah, like, man. Yeah, man, I can do this. I can do that. Or if I can't do something, I'll be like, nah, man, Randy, I can't do that. I'll die. <laughs> like, <laughs> and up. I would expect that you would answer me that way. You would hope so. Especially in that stunt, that stunt category. In the right? stunt business, you, you cannot lie. Yeah. Man, well, honest lives and limbs are at stake. And yeah, actors, honest shit goes a long way. And that goes for all sides of the industry. I've, I mean, how many stories do we know this year alone of actors well, getting really hurt because a sure. producer is somebody's... But you know what a lot of that is? It's a lack of integrity. Integrity in this world today has gone out the fucking window. There, uh, you know, and uh, if you have integrity... You can uh, you can just follow honesty and follow. It's like so. Ah, uh, anyway, I don't know. That's, that's another topic. Good, but that's with working with you know. You want to work with awesome people, and you want to hold yourself to a different standard, right? I always hold myself to a different standard when I when I go. I've been doing a lot of Hallmark movies lately, mm-hmm. and uh, but I've that they're some of the same directors. I've worked with these directors multiple times. Yeah, a lot of them are like produced by like the same guy. Yeah, but these directors are the one I just worked with, uh, Lane. Uh, Schaefer Bishop she's great she's from LA and she's doing these and she's kind of she's worked forever but 
she pulled me aside on this last one. She goes, in, in 40 years, you're the one of the first actors I've, I've rehired at a certain capacity. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, that means the world. She goes, and I, you know, the notes, she's just like, I trust you completely. I, what you do in this, and you know, and that's a hard world to act in. Those, those nice. good for you, man. Those nice. Hallmark movies are hard. People don't, people don't get it. Yeah, but it's just, a fucking weird well, world. Hold on, <laughs> I'll go on record as saying I absolutely love Hallmark movies. All right, man. I'm gonna I go on. It. I'm gonna go I'm on record on, uh, yeah. of saying I don't. But yeah, but no, no. I would love if you actually uh, expanded on that a little bit, just on what, like, why is it? Why? What? What do you mean? Well, because. You, you know from watching them the algorithm is usually the, the same in some capacity there's low there's low anxiety they all follow the same kind of they're that's its own world right yeah, there's mm-hmm. a formula there's a formula to it when you're acting in them though when you read for these roles they're about eight to nine pages usually the movie's a nine act nine act movie for commercial purposes hmm. right yeah right whoa nobody knows this kind of shit. yeah yeah nine oh, act movie. yeah so and hallmark just wants to sell more cards but they make these. That's what they make these movies so they can. Sell they consider cards. this nine acts. This is something I don't know about. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting, shit. right? So I know somebody I just worked with who I respect very much. But just on a, I'll tell my agents if it's a good short film, please let me, like audition, put my hat in the ring. And uh, Mariah Owen is this girl I worked with, and she's written a couple of these. Yeah, I've met her. You met Mariah? Yeah. Superstar producer, superstar like mm. across the board, man. Great writer. And she wrote one of these bad boys and she taught me that. She goes, it's nine acts. She found the algorithm, sold the fucker, makes her own shit. I was like, okay. But the point is, they're about nine page auditions and you get three acts. So you get the whole arc of the character in the audition. Sometimes the writing isn't great. But you have to believe it no matter what. That's acting, right? Big time. Now put yourself in a position where you get the role and you're surrounded and everyone's like fucking laughing. But you're, you just, you believe in everything you're saying and everything you're doing. The emotions can't go too far either way. We're talking about being safe Canadian filmmakers. Yeah. Yeah, there's, that's what these are. There's a safe big time. Big time. I can't yeah. point. I can't point at a female. I can't raise my voice uh, in a certain way. You try not to. Right. There, there are rules to the game. When did you get this? Uh, these rules handed to you. A uh, handed, yeah, off, yeah, hand fed, yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. Like, who gave yeah. it to you? Did um, your agent say to you, just so you know, or was it when you when you finally landed I've been the role? Off, I've been offered twice, uh, which is amazing to get offered anything versus versus non auditioning. But uh, the first one I did True. was um, big time. Uh, right after the right when the pandemic started, it was a fir- like one of the first things being filmed when we we just started the pandemic so it wasn't long ago maybe was that three three years four years i've done about five five of them now which is pretty good like five of those movies are awesome it's fucking awesome man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but um we know five hallmark movies that are awesome yeah 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 Yeah, i always play the the bad guy because i don't have a good jawline i'm not tall enough and i'm dark featured (laughs) (laughs) i'm always like the i never kiss a chick or kiss anybody i'm like god damn it the last one was the first time i got to kiss somebody (laughs) and and I was the brother. I wasn't a bad guy. I was just like, I was, you know, I was a little misogynistic in it. But I finally got to kiss somebody. I was like, this is amazing. And it was, it was, it was. I imagine it was another man. It was. I wish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah speak. Actually, there's a whole thing on that. Speaking of, um, the lead was a, a gay man from Australia. He would change his accent, and he would, and he would play the most macho guy I've ever seen in my life. And then after, he'd be like, yeah. And I'd be like, I'd be like, I love you, man. He's one of the best dudes I met. But he would just, speaking of acting. 
Yeah, like some of these movies. Yeah, Wait, a gay like, guy uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, playing a straight guy? That's not right. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, he's lost it. He's it's gone the other way too, right? Where he's lost so many roles to straight men playing gay, gay, gay men, which is just like I think that's the history of Hollywood. Which is the history of Hollywood. So we're yeah, trying it should to find be. It should this equality be. and on. stuff, but then we still kind of like well, play I think these we characters. Should, should play so whatever this, you can play. I've seen God. this. This uh, this dude is one of the one of the fucking phenomenal actor. Um, I don't know if I should say his name or not, whatever. But um, and he would he would just completely turn himself and just he would be this amazing Hallmark dude, but it was not him at all. And it's yeah. like very hard well, world to be in. Yeah, but they're not normal movies. You know, the the emotions are not full on. They're not. That's not the way you. Not the way we're speaking right now. Not the way a gritty character. Any, I don't know. It's just weird, man. They Do you be, know why that is? Because there's. It's, it's an obviously uh, an that audience thing. That thing that was flying by your face is now yeah, flying yeah, yeah, by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a. It's, like, um, it's a whiskey bug. Why it is? Because it's they sell. I I feel like that's almost Canadian economy right now. Is like Hallmark. Yeah, but it is. Is it that you know, uh, we're filming so many of them here? I, I guess I didn't really get to the point why they're hard to act in. But the world is just it's manufactured. It's a fluffy sort of manufactured world. But they're trying to but keep you, you to, from like uh, crying on on. Uh, people cry all the time. There's a formula. They have yeah, their yeah. audience. Yeah, it's, it's interesting stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, there's a. Uh, but I, I mean, I love it. It's, they spend it, a lot of money. They spend a lot of money on them. They turn them over quick. They shoot those bastards in 14 days, and you and you have to learn, and you got to come in prepared and ready. And if anyone um, from Hallmark's then, listening, oh, I'm a, I'm available as a director. Yeah, and they're oh, and they shoot quick. Oh, yeah. They shoot quick. They I do. Shoot they quick. do about eight pages a day. Yeah, which is four, I, three weeks, four months. Or I mean, no, uh, four, four weeks. Four, 14, 14 days. So weekends oh, off, fourteen days. Geez. Okay, they'll, they'll so shoot, it turns out about a month. They'll shoot an entire movie in, in about a month. Three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Yeah, wow. Entire like those movies are. That's that's what they're shot in. Always, it's crazy. So it's fast work. Hmm. But I mean, I'm happy to get it. It's a progression in my career. Great. Yeah, man. Yeah, love it. It's commercials. It's a little bit of TV. Some stunt work. Did you ever work? Hallmark. Did you ever have a scene in a location that was a hallway and you felt like you were hitting your hallmark, and you? Sorry. Holy shit. You want to talk about dad Sorry. jokes? See ya, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Speaking of hall, hall scenes, weren't you in that one in Mary Kingstown where you guys were throwing all the flash grenades and shooting off? Yeah. Like, yeah, and I said, this is my hallmark. Yeah, yeah. And um, all those rounds bouncing off. And the, every uh, time he went down there, he hit his hallmark. Yeah, that's yeah I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, hit my, I hit my hallmark. Anyway, those movies are very difficult to be in, and I don't think people give them enough credit for what they are. And I've, I know a lot of actors that won't even do them. Which I think is bullshit. I think it's uh, it's work, and if you're a working actor in any capacity, you guys know how important that is mm-hmm. to just be on set and doing anything. It's sure, the most, important, the most Big important thing in our, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, ego aside. But right? it doesn't have to be. It, you know what? The audience can choose. And Hallmark is not. Is Hallmark is also not. yeah. They, they can choose. Hallmark is just a ambiguous title. There's lots of different companies that make them, but we everybody knows them as Hallmark. Sure, sure. James that. James Cameron. Was once asked on a talk Canadian. show, yeah, from St. Catharines. Mm-hmm. Was once asked uh, about his movie uh, Piranha Two. Sounds amazing. So James Cameron, <laughs> just look him up, everybody. If you don't know James Cameron, look on the IMDb for James Cameron and look what he's done. The guy's an absolute movie god. He's Terminator, Avatar, Titanic. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I could go on. But Mariana Trench. But the uh, kind of. The the host of the TV uh, talk show asked him uh, if he could, 
would he go throughout the world and take all the tight uh, piranha twos off the shelf? And he said, absolutely not. Every director, worth his note, has a piranha two on the shelf. Oh, I would hope. And that's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, man. It's the growth of of the craft, uh, you know, that you do. Totally. One of the directors that I work with is um, he he commits these stories fully, no matter what, and he and he believes in them and loves them. But he is. He's worked with everybody. He worked in the spaghetti western town with Sergio Leone. Wow. Like where he, well, he worked with like Willie Nelson, Chris Christopherson. He's got great stories, but he's, he's been, but he's doing these movies happily because he's taking work and he loves to, you know. And he's, I love, I love seeing that kind of stuff, man. Like he's in his seventies. Yeah. And he's a great guy to work with. Fabulous. Yeah, he's still doing it, and he'll and he's got yeah, he'll take his prontitudes all day. I'll but he be believes there. he believes in them completely, and they're. And I'm and I'm happy to be. There. I love that. I like hearing that. Right? I don't give a. It doesn't need to be this upper echelon of like like fucking multi multi million dollar somethings. Like there's lots of money involved, and it's what you make it, and it's still going on TV, and you're still in the industry, and you're still working. I'm paying my mortgage like happily. I, I think what you have to look yeah. back on, Kim, is um, what your initial dream was, and I used to go around and do public speaking and talk to colleges and high schools and. And especially acting students, and I'd, I'd tell them that there's three motivations that may sustain a career. Uh, one of them is fame, one of them is money, and one of this one of them is to make your mother proud of you. And the only one that sustained me my entire career is to make my mother proud of me. And the first time you do a commercial, she'll call everyone she knows. Yeah, yeah. because not everyone's going to make it on the cover of a movie magazine, and not everyone's going to be a millionaire. But as long as your goal was to be a working actor, and you're working, yeah. that was your goal, and you're doing it, regardless of the qual- of, of the work, of the, of the movie? Yeah, yeah. My, my, I've done 50-plus commercials national, and my mom, I remember, she was so proud, and then so proud. And then I remember the day she... <laughs> She goes, so when are you going to start doing TV? See like, what the fuck? I got to move on. That's hilarious. Damn, mom. Hey, moms know how to make you feel good. She was so. to keep you going. She was so embarrassed. She moved to Tasmania. Yeah. Yeah. Lake District. Yeah. Like, this is far. Fuck. I get to, speaking of like, I was like, God damn it. My dad, dude, doesn't understand. He goes, you getting paid for this one? I go, when I was building my career, I'm like, no. I'm putting in the work. I'm working my ass off. I'm working. I'm making these movies to get. I want to get paid one day, but I'm not thinking about it. You know. You know I'm like that's you gotta. You gotta you forget this gear. This extra gear. It's not just about like all the you know money, and it's about making yeah. your mom proud, making yourself proud. But like that constant fulfillment of our souls. No, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah, man. You are a success. That's. It. I'm the most successful person I know. Dude, you're. Me, me as well to you. <laughs> no, I think you are as well. <laughs> uh, because I had a dream as a kid, yeah. and I'm doing it. How many people get to do True. that? How many people? We talked about this. How many people get to? I'm sure we've talked about it. We've had, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, but like, how many people get to sit down and um, you know and get we we get to play. We get to prepare. We get to light ourselves on fire. Not enough people. Not enough people get to do this. Nobody. They work. We work our asses off. We know how people. Fit, pe- fit, you know. I I've been criticized as short, somebody yeah. who uh, I do uh, and 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 he uh, Randy and and my sister Kristen. We do uh, 
and well, I'm fucking Blair, my cousin Blair, I love, and, and yeah, a whole whack other guys. Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, he lives near me. We all we do an, a ton of car commercials. You guys are like the car guys, and and those who are listening who are car commercial producers call us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm available this week. No, um, um, I can smile. But you know, um, it's kind of like what you're saying about Hallmark movies. People don't really know what goes into them. Uh, as much as you're watching a 15 to 30 second spot, it did take me three or four days to shoot this thing. Some, of the- some, some of them, some of them are a day. Some of them take three and four days, and it's all driving. And believe it or not, and um, <clears throat> and. Man, I keep forgetting what I'm trying. Well, dude, I was in that. I was in, I was in those the Kia EV6 the electric car commercials. It was my it was my first. I've been in car commercials, but I've never been the driver. This was my first like drive. Like, oh man, being the I was the the hero. I was there. It wasn't great. It was great. It was one of the best ones on TV. It was so cool. It was the blackout town. It was like it was a really. And my agents were even like because they got lots of people that are book and michael sarah's on their fucking roster yeah like yeah that's badass yeah, i met man. michael sarah he was, on, he's yeah like, he's, he's exactly as you imagine he is Canadian. shy yeah. and just yeah <laughs> but but i was uh but like but like i was so happy to be in that car commercial and it was a it was two days of hard ass work and yeah. i, sh- I should have got paid stunt work for that we talked about that i was like the shit i was doing but anyway but but people <laughs> underestimate what you're doing and and uh going back to you know how people don't necessarily get to do what we're doing and that is just simply playing or being or doing what you would dream of since being this big um when i get i i, I can often get criticized for what i did in the commercial that's all you did and what was your paycheck and yeah. and i always say okay. well let me see. You did all of that. And what was your paycheck? Right. You're being paid too much. No. No. You're being paid too little. For sure. Value, In my opinion, worth. you're the one that's getting screwed by our leaders or whatever it is. Um, I'm playing and doing what we were meant to do. And the money wasn't even my choice. It was, I didn't choose to make that paycheck. I, I, I still don't know how the money works. I mean, uh, hey, I'll hey, get yo, 10 grand here. More for, or I'm less. Like, I'm like, sweet. Me neither. Daughter and I are going to Florida. Right. But <laughs> yeah, it's it, to me, it's interesting yeah. that all, all, all these people are, are getting, to me, they're getting fucked. And I'm not. People, I'm not. People, people were, think I make too much. Are you kidding? We have been, and that's one valuable thing my dad actually did teach. My mom worked her ass off to raise us like I'm like work ethic, amazing stepdad work ethic. But my dad always, he always taught me this thing about um, working in a factory to get your two weeks off a year. You work your life away to get two weeks off or your weekends at fucking Costco, like on Saturdays, man. Like, like I, I would, oh. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I could not do it. And no, they're getting no disres- too little. And no disrespect. No, to people at work. I mean, the, none like, at all. Like, goddamn, we need that. And like, like amazing. Like, fuck yeah. There's but, no shame in it, but it's not you getting uh, something more than what they're getting. They're, it's they're they're getting less, and and if yeah. that's what's, but unfortunate. Have, if I hope I'm saying this right. No, no, you are. No, you are and, sure. and but that said, it, they are the ones that shame you. They, Wait, which happens all the time. How many times? How many times have we been in a situation? I still get this, and I'm working at the brewery part time. I like I like it, but I also I, you know I'm I'm a working actor. It's feast or famine. Uh, and how many times do we get it where somebody goes, what, you porn? You doing porn? Or like, I'm like, fuck, like, ha ha, joke funny for the fucking 50,000th time. I'm like, no, you don't even understand what we do. And until you start talking about it, you know, they like, just, I say, yeah. I say I'm an entertainer now. I don't even talk about. That's kind of what I they say think, too. Would you just a little theater? Like, well, you can, you know, I, 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 like I, the I, amount of work that we, that we have to do to, to get, to get there is insane. Talking about like all the factors that come in and, 
and those like man it's like i know very few people who will work the hours that i work that will sustain like they stay up and have the same energy mm-hmm. 14 hours later to go do whatever we do and they always keep stunts to last yeah, yeah. um it's the film industry is is incredibly difficult uh, it's taxing physically. Yeah. It's taxing mentally, emotionally. How many people are single because of it? My, I play bluegrass. My dad, I play in a band with my dad and my bass player, my banjo player's name is Dave Fulton. And he was in... He's I know been, Dave. You know Dave? He's yeah, a, I do. He's a stunt guy. Yeah. Used to be. Pirate. He's got... He still doesn't sleep right. He doesn't sleep right because of that Because of that career still. You know? And he's a rough... He's a... He will not even shake my hand. That's how this is. Like, but I love the guy. <laughs> he's, like, he's such an old school Better shake dude. my hand when I see him. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's, we talk about you lots. But uh, but he doesn't sleep right because of the industry, because of all those nights and the you know his sleep schedule is still fucking off yeah. off, off guilty right anyway keep going but see yeah, no these, it's just not for everyone but these people that that are discouraging you are it's it's because uh, it's it's been driven by the system this thing is squeaky so it's been driven by the system for them to feel that way about you it's motivated by the system people see, if they were making yeah. more money they wouldn't give a shit. If they were, ma- if they had more time with their family, they wouldn't give a shit. Right? It didn't matter what they're doing. Yeah, we might work these long periods, stretches of time, and you so more because coordination and all that. Um, but we get to see our families, and we get to sit and and do like, it, what's today's Tuesday? Yeah, it's the middle of the day. We're drinking whiskey. Yeah, see, there you go. Chat. Yeah, yeah. It's the middle of the day Tuesday. We're having a <laughs> shot of JD and and it's uh, good. But this is the best yeah what my lifestyle is incredible it's amazing man my daughter looks up to me and she sees what i'm doing and i've had her help me out with so many films and only because she wants to and she does a phenomenal job and you met my kid and she's, yeah she's so sweet she's cool observant calm collected and she's taking marks now notes from my buddy shazma my co-director and a lot of these things hallmarks hallmarks she's taking her hallmarks and she, i'm like okay so um you will get up uh after i sit five minutes you will get up take your buddy's cereal and you will exit and sit in the chair here until daddy gets his throat slit. Uh, do you want to see the next part or do you want to go? This is why this works. This is how this works. She understands film now. I'm not taking away the magic necessarily because it's still there. It is, you know, Whatever. But she'll watch a thing. And she asked it's me, a different kind of magic. She asked me the other day, she goes, uh, dad, like how many, how many people are behind the camera there and how do they do that? I'm like, oh, it's yeah, great question. It doesn't scare her. It doesn't, but she still loves it. Loves yeah. it. Like she loves, if you love film, What's Quentin said that Quentin Tarantino said that once you love film, you make film. It doesn't matter your technical aspect. If you love film, you will understand and make film. 100%. But, um, yeah, she looks up to me though because of doing this. 100, I know she does, like, because I think that. Of course, she does. I don't give a fuck what she my thinks. Kids, I know she does. My kids, my, <laughs> used to, my kids used to go to work with me. There they are. I yeah. still look up to them. I would, I've been, I've been on, on stages before, and my, my daughter would just be there as I'm rehearsing. The odd couple, whatever. I'll walk around, pat her on the head. We run out of time. We know we're not running out of time, uh, yeah. but we're sort of. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, oh. proud of it. Uh, what do we got? Yeah. What do we got? When did we start? Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Are these things an hour? Yeah, it's been no, an no. hour, Kim. It's been. Yeah. It's been almost three, brother. <laughs> which is why. Yeah. Which is why I can last on set so long. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we work in the film business. What's twelve hours? Who cares? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's the people yeah. at home that are going. Uh, are they doing this for what? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well, you'll edit it to an hour. No, no, there's no editing. Really? No editing. No, we're not. There's no editing. Whatever you say. Not you really. Said. Not really. There, there, there may be an exception here and there, but it's not the point. How long was uh, 
I might take out a lot of stuff 19? Andrew said, but that's it. Huh? Three hours, 19, I believe. Oh, with, with, with Shawnee. Shawnee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and we we had to cut it, uh, and he he is funny because he had a list. He's coming back. Uh, he had a list. He's got to be a two part. That guy's got probably more stories. He's got three and four. Oh my god, he he had a list of like. I uh, got to pee. Yeah, do it up. That's what he's looking at his clients. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. pee time. <laughs> this is gonna be like the way it's a Wayne's World moment where you and I are just left alone regardless. No, left. I have. I actually. Uh, <laughs> 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 hey, hey. Good time. <laughs> you guys remember that episode of Scanners where the dude's head just blew up? <laughs> yeah, oh, well, that's yeah, good. At, at uh, Donut Shop, Ray. Oh, why am I forgetting? Chicago. Ray. Uh, what's that? No. The Donut Shop. Whoa. Yeah, Come with, on. But the guy from fucking uh... <laughs> Ray Makitas. Why is it when you stab Donuts? a man in the dead? You see a steam rise out of this. Ring. Yeah. Anyway, were you saying he had a list of things he was? Gonna... Um. Oh no. Yes. Yeah, Sean had like this stupid list of of like highlights from his life, and we hit two. Oh my god. We hit two. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanna. I'm gonna. I gotta listen to that one. I mean, this is so new, but uh, I mean, I would love to because I met him on Mayor Kingstown. Yeah, he's love, amazing. I mean, all those guys. Dude. He's the all senior most SWAT guy of all of Canada. Even the one guy, I gave the guy one guy water. He was uh choking, and I was like, oh my. and he's like a six five, and he uh. Yeah, he's a dude. Snipe, Gordy, he sniped the yeah the Gord. hostage situation. Gord, we we would like to have him out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's somebody who should be on here. He talks all the, well. All those he's guys got, in that room. He's got he's got more skills and other things too than anyone can imagine. I mean, yeah, he's a demon. Yeah, well, but and he's the sweetest person on the planet. I don't know. Some people, I'm sure, have like a certain perception of cops. The moment, moment you say the word cop, they well, got a certain are, These perception. guys are above being cops. These they're are, not, they're, they're not. beyond, but they, they did cop work. Yeah. But they're beyond. But yeah, they're, yeah. And, uh, you know, oh my God. But they're, when you meet them, you would never believe it. In fact, one of my favorite things about working on Mayor of Kingstown, uh, I was obviously very, very fortunate I got to be part of the uh, Roberts SWAT team. Um, Dude, you, I can't. Yeah, Robert played by Hamish Headley, and uh, we're going to go to New York and see. I don't know. We talked a little bit. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. We will. We yeah, will. We're really know. hoping to have Hamish here too. Yeah. Um, uh, but one of my favorite things in the world was learning and uh, being a part of this uh, SWAT team and this crew, and learning, of course, all that they know about uh, not just uh, guns. Uh, but uh, how to clear rooms and do these SWAT role things, right? That's the one thing I watch a lot of these, like you know, SWAT show. I always watch how they come around corners and do and and. Well, man, you know. th these guys help change the game for me. I mean, I was always doing a bit of gun work and cop stuff, and uh, but then uh, these guys and Adam Winicky, who who was our uh, trainer on it, another. Just superb uh, gun guy that we're hoping to have out here. But uh, my favorite thing about this was that sometimes in the stunt industry, you have a certain camaraderie, but not necessarily. Um, in the stunt industry, um, sometimes guys are looking out for themselves. Sometimes they're looking out for you. Mm. But these guys, it's amazing. They, they, they literally... The whole thing was became a brotherhood in the in the matter of two hours. Remember, we we started I, training, I, yeah. and they were just like, "You're my brother." That's yeah. how this goes. Yeah, yeah. And it's and there's no other way. 
And everything you did, they were like aware of it and they were there to protect you. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're not, we're going into a show. We're doing a series and these guys are considered stunt guys. And, and we're, we're acting like a real team. And even to this day, the, the whole, the show, the, the, the season that we, we shot is done. And these guys still act like brothers. It is unreal. And I fucking love it. Well, some of the best, it. some of the best stuff in that show is, this, is all the SWAT work. Like, well, I, I watched it, like, obviously. And, you know. They got the they got pros, man. Real, oh, man. real deal. Yeah, those guys are sweet. Real. I remember, I remember, Sean. I, I remember being pretty uh, fortunate to know you and be on set during that. And um, you were you were on set, but we were in the trailers. And all those guys were there, all those SWAT guys. And they all went in the same trailer together. And I got invited in. And the guy, uh, Sean's like, I got to fuck in here, man. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember COVID being like, hey, guys. And they, like all the SWAT guys just looked at them. And we were like, like yep. Yeah. Do your thing. It's like 13 of them in there, all in one trailer, <laughs> while just hanging out. And they're just shooting the shit, talking. I was like, this is a fucking It's amazing how quickly coolest. these guys become one entity. Yeah, man. I was like, and you can't ask war stories or anything like that. It's not something you do, but like, like we they, do. But they're, well, I mean, I always do secretly. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Always do. But like, I always get to them, like, so, uh. <laughs> but they all talk about it. They're like, because that's what they just talk about it. And they're all, they all get it. They it's all, what they they all do. look at each other's eyes. They know. They talk about work. Yeah, like, those are, that's a, that's a fucking man right there. Like, those. Like they've done some shit, and that's perspective. No matter what we go through, I think about them. I'm like, Oof. and again, people don't understand what they do, and they don't, they don't want to even comprehend it. They just judge it, whether it's good or bad. It's the immediate reaction of most people is to just judge. These guys are some of the greatest people I've just ever met, and the way they care about human beings and saving lives. Yeah. And and people don't realize, but the sole reason that they are there doing what they're doing protect us is to protect us and they really are it's not like it's just a job they got there because of the their mentality that level i think that level that I mean, level that, that's a very yeah we can but we can to some people it's just a job yeah, yeah that's true yeah yeah but yeah. these guys but, but those yeah, guys but that's like and that's the thing is you can't if you, you can become a, a cop by going to school and doing some of the right things i know a lot a of cop. shady guys that are cops and yeah you get you get yeah. shady dudes or you yeah, get yeah. or you don't uh guys and gals um, and, but the ones that are doing that work, they, they even reminded me that you cannot not reminded, they, they, they educated me that you cannot become this role if you don't give a shit. And if you don't want to be a, a brother, if you, if you are trying to be better than the next guy, then you're, you're gone. There's no way Yeah, we're all one. I've it's had, awesome. I've, I've talked to guys that like one dude in particular grew up with trained for a JTF joint task force. Uh-huh. And yeah, he didn't make it, but he's like, and he talked about the whole training situation, he got close, but I was like, damn, man, I can't even like to, to get in these positions. And you know, it's just like, yeah, blow, it's pretty wild. wild. Man. It is wild, man. It's like, and these guys are all, they fucking did it. They're doing this shit. And you're like, God damn. Like, I was just talking about the dude who was in the sniping position uh, mm-hmm. that started that, what, Gordy. Fla- which was flashpoint was based off. Right. Yes, that's true. Right. Yeah, you told me that, which is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's because of him. Yeah, it's like starts with a little sliver or something. It's like, oh, let's like build off this. These well, guys the writers, the the creators of the show, a husband and wife team, went home that night after the incident. Was Hugh, Dil- was Hugh Hugh Dillon was not one of the writers on that. He was one no, of, he was, just Hugh, he was, he was one of the stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of the writers of Mayor of Kingstown. Yeah, he wrote. Yes. Yeah, he yeah, crazy. He, he created, actually created yeah. the entire thing, and then and I think he's produced w- yellow, yellow, Taylor like Sheridan. Yeah, Taylor Sheridan and all that. Sorry. But the, uh, the the writers and creators of Flashpoint went home that night and had a had a chat, and 
the subject of the chat was, what does a man like that go home to? Yeah. And how does he, he interact with his family and the emotions and that kind of thing? So they created a series about SWAT cops, um, but it was about relationships, either together or the the people that aren't a part of the policing yeah. world. Yeah, usually you hear, like we talked about firefighters and stuff, I think it's always they go home. And then they have a, they don't go home right away, sorry. They have like a decompression moment with the rest of the guys mm-hmm. or girls, whatever, like the team. And uh, they just sit and they talk openly about it. Because you can't, like, I can't imagine, but like training to be a firefighter many times, I've, I've had to like, talk to people and stuff and as we all talk. But like, I can't imagine just going home after like a situation and being like, just like, well, like bath, you, bath time how do with you, my kid. And then they talk to my, like, you can't talk. How do you extricate three charred bodies from a house and then go home and eat fucking mashed and potatoes bath your daughter yeah 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 it's wild like that's like wildlife insane man. right but the, that's the way to process and focus and focus on what you're doing and it's good and life happens and these guys I mean Flashpoint obviously was made about like what he had to go through and there we are sitting with him in Mary Kingstown the man who went through all this and he's incredible now I once sat down while Santa gave him a bottle of water he was choking on water he was like the nicest guy guy. I sat down at lunch one day on set with uh, the bomb guy the ETF guy that was there Um, he was extremely quiet I don't know I don't know his name I I, I don't remember I don't know if I've ever met him again or whatever but uh, I sat down at lunch with him and I asked him a bit about his life without getting too personal and he had talked about his wife and his wife was a um she was the type of nurse or medical staff who dealt with people that had limbs blown off, legs yeah. blown off. This the, the 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 worst of the worst car accidents, big ones, you know. And I and I did ask them what they how like what was it, what it was like to talk about work afterwards. And he said we don't. We don't talk. About we it. don't talk about it. Um, and he he said that they just talk about what movie they're gonna watch about what what they you know yeah, what the yeah. the evening now having said that um since then i i've i've talked to sean and sean is the guy that says if you can't talk about it you end up kind of screwed yeah and you have to be able to talk about it um i don't know whether he means with his wife or if he just means in the Therapy office? I have no idea. I played football with uh, my coach was a homicide detective, and I remember him talking about it lots. And he was like, "Yeah, I would just, I would, I would make, I would he humor, humor was his his go to. He would have to joke. I can imagine. Yeah, right. You have to. There's ways you have to. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not speaking on behalf of any of this because I don't know, but like this is just. Some yeah, guys but, come into this life too, like later in life. When when you've already been a kid and you know you've been that's a teen and all most, this, they hire most people later in life when they've had maturity. their experiences of maturity, right? Yeah, but see, like Ron, like uh, Sean, well, he he did the he was Israeli military and a medic with the Israeli military, and he's he saw everything before he was like in his more more informative years. Yeah. He saw everything. We're raised so, on Saturday morning cartoons, eating Fruit Loops, and we're like, "Fuck!" And this stuff is like cutting the top of my mouth. Like this is a yeah, hard, yeah. Oh. hard day. That's a yeah. hard day. Yeah. Reason he's doing yeah, yeah, it really is yeah. just. I think pers- speaking on behalf of this, just to wrap up where we are, uh, perspective all, all in our industry as well is one of the most important tools to have in life. But like perspective to, as an actor and a creator um, to understand uh, the other side, empathy, empathy and perspective. That's like the 
biggest shit in our world, I think. It is. Right? Yeah. Keeps you grounded, present, and kind of able to work through it all. Anyway. Totally. I agree. Fuck yeah. Is that it? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. Great how, way to how end the conversation. Really going? No, no, no. That's fine. I don't so, care. No, I, I, I can no, talk. No, guys, no, guys, I, I can talk no, all day. No, it takes forever to upload on YouTube. Well, the, um, we're under two hours still. I think. No, no, we're near. Yeah, no, we're not even close to two hours yet. It's a little over three. No, it isn't. Yes, it Kim, is. Kim, Kim, You're what, looking at what, the wrong clock. What time is it? Oh my God, it's one forty-five. What the fuck? That clock is wrong. I know. <laughs> <laughs> dude i'm sitting here thinking man it feels it feels like we went that distance but okay yeah. I, I mentioned it last time i said i haven't changed that clock so don't look oh, at that fuck uh, so right <laughs> kim wyatt mckenzie whatever yeah kim yo man thanks yeah. for coming out and hanging out man yeah man i appreciate knowing you guys uh i respect and love you guys very much and uh yeah i can't wait to ditto dude work and, yeah yeah you know, ditto man we're only bringing people on that say that stuff i know yeah that's it <laughs> i got the yeah. memo I, that's I, our I, mandate. I signed the form man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, well i know it's uh this is an interesting industry and I'm, I'm sure it's gonna i think a lot of people are gonna listen to this and have a little bit of um it's gonna be an eye-opening kind of a like a way to look at the, what we do and stuff. Like, well, I hope that I hope some so. young yeah. people out there that have dreams of being actors or stunt performers will mm-hmm. glean some information from this and and continue. Yeah, I mean, I had to do a lot time. of it on my yeah. own. I don't know how you guys. I mean, you probably I did it all. Well, I, exactly. I had a little bit of help. I had a little bit of help, but you still have to learn a lot, right? Like I remember. I appreciate every bit of it, and I try to use. I try to pull my weight. That's for damn sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I remember reaching out to a lot of people at the beginning and and not necessarily getting answers that really helped but i learned a lot and then when you start talking to somebody about it like the people that are like hey how do i get in it you, you realize you have three hours of four hours of just being like yeah you know this is i guess this is how you do it this is how you start build a demo do this get an agent you know uh, get ready for what your life's going to be like get ready for this get ready for those long hours get ready for yeah, man. Well, like, see, what happens too to the people is that I think that m- most people, they see something like this and they think that you're some kind of uh, anomaly or something like that. But really, you're just, you're, you're as human as anyone else. Uh, the difference is, is that um, instead, of, uh, instead of foreseeing the future and saying, you know what, it would just be easier if I just got a job that, that gives me a, a, a paycheck every week a lot of people take that you right? well yeah because people yeah. don't see that 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 uh that our life is ever changing and that uh every experience that you have mutates the next one and you you know with someone who's an actor uh you you start with one ball rolling you wait and see how it executes and then you roll the other the next ball as well it's made, it's yeah. not yeah you can't see foresee the future you don't have a fucking clue we don't wait for uh, the phone to ring either. We keep making our own stuff and doing that's right. our own stuff. But, but that, but that is based correct. on one experience, and then you use it to get to the next one, use it Speaking to get the next experiences one. experiences, too, like at one more point on our world, I think the most like perspective, empathy, and ex- like having experience and like doing things, if you can have, if you can strip away who you are and forget about like the pride of like being embarrassed, you take your experiences of life. I've done, I've done so much, but like, like that I can put like, countless amounts of like fist fights and heartache and this and i used to fucking be a drug dealer before i started acting i had a shotgun hidden in a wall like like crazy ass shit but i think about it all dang yeah no seriously and i use another podcast i I use (laughs) but you use all of this i know a lot of theater people that they people stay kind of safe their whole life and i find that's a little bit detrimental don't go out and don't do a gainer off a fucking 120 foot bridge into concrete but like 
but like no. go too many do stuff people people and settle for their comfort that's what it is man yeah yeah and in, yeah. in this industry it, it but, doesn't work but see yeah and people uh i mean the last two years uh for a lot of people uh people have learned that they have to fight to survive and that is what it's like in in your position uh that uh you know, people are resilient, man, and they they think uh, from this point to the next all the time. They don't. This is it's not just a blank. Life isn't just a blank slate. Yeah. It is built by every step that is being taken. Every step comes after the last one, and uh, you know, little moment, know. little moments are important. Empathy, perspective, fucking experience, and a little bit of nepotism doesn't hurt. Integrity, and then trying to think like an American. Yeah. Wait, man. It's true, though. I mean, our our world's kind of rocked by them. So, yeah. Kind of got to kind of. Well, they set a a precedence, right? Yeah. That's that bar we talked about. The thing about the film industry, it's global. Uh, We shouldn't. I got one more point after yours. Go make make your point. Mine sucked. Go ahead. No, no. I want to hear it. The thing about our industry is global. It's just global. Like it has nothing to do with geographic countries. It's it's we yeah yeah if you understand that you shouldn't and you should understand that if you have if you're on Vimeo or you're in film festivals or um you know if you're being seen and you're doing good work tell tell good stories hope tell good stories hopefully it's recognized right that's the that's the ideology of it you know most cases people don't have time to sit and watch people's stuff and that's okay yeah but. It's not for us to have that pipe dream. It's just for us to make it and tell our stories and move on and keep on, you know, on that blank slate. Just keep doing our thing to keep us going, right? That's that's very important. Um, the coolest thing ever, I just want to talk about this because it's the coolest thing ever happened in my career. I remember we talked about like dreaming about these roles and things. I remember with a shift from TV or from commercials to TV, the first thing I got was on The Boys. And I remember booking it and I played a fake Billy Butcher. It was a, I had to make fun of Carl Urban's Billy Butcher on the boys, which was like an honor because I love Carl Urban. Fanboy. Good last name. Fan, fanboy. And, uh, the, you know, and I got a subreddit from it, if you guys know what Reddit, Reddit is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got yeah. my own subreddit. And, uh, and I looked and something came up on YouTube the other day of the clip and, and it's still being talked about. They're like, oh, this guy should have his own. You know, I'm like, fuck, that was such a, and I dreamt about that role. It didn't feel real that I got the boys. And I was I was got this cool little iconic piece where I got to make fun of the the main character in a in a great way because it's just like I took it seriously enough. I, I dreamt when I thought I'm like I woke up I'm like is that real? Did wow! Fucking, did I fucking book that? I remember my agent at the time. It wasn't a big deal to her, and I was like, oh, fuck, big deal to me, man. You know, and it's it was, awesome. and it's still. But the point is, this is the coolest thing that's happened to me in my career yet, besides maybe meeting you and you. To be honest, <laughs> seriously, guys, and uh, dumb and fucking and booking just movies and now it's you know um but uh i was on i was with my kid and we're going to get her helmet for mom's work to go for a bike ride and it was the middle maybe the beginning of the pandemic or some shit i can't remember i can't remember maybe just just before it was things were starting or happening i got a whatsapp call from europe Okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry. No, no, sorry. I got a WhatsApp call. <laughs> I got a WhatsApp call. And uh, I was like, what's that? It's like a European number. Like, Who the fuck is this? I answer it. Hey, uh, hey, is this uh, Kim uh, like McKenzie? I'm like, hey, yeah. yeah. Yes. This is called my, yes. <laughs> yeah. He goes, um, Garth Ennis, I, you know, uh, creator of the boys, uh, blah, blah, blah. I was like, like, all right. Like, I was like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> sure. Uh, he goes, uh, and I questioned it. I go, you kn- what did I do on the boys? He goes, oh, you're fake butcher. You did. Fake Billy Butcher. And he goes, would you ever be w- willing to work on a 
like a side thing, like a, with Duff, I'm working on this thing called a strange shark or dangerous something shark. I can't remember. But he goes, I'm working with the Duffer Brothers. I'm like, the fuck is that? Who's Garth Ennis? Duffer Brothers made Stranger Things. Garth oh, Ennis man. is the comic book creator of the boys, preacher from North Ireland, like the guy that Seth Rogen and those guys made like their work. I'm like, and I didn't know what to do. I was like, he goes, can you work in LA? I go, I legally, yes, I could get my shit and work there. I go, I don't really know how to deal with this, man. Like, um, I would be, he goes, I'd like you to be a character in this new thing I'm making, supporting. And uh, if you could do it. I said, yeah, yeah, all right. Like, can you kind of contact you through my agents? I didn't know what to do. But it was, and I was calling my agent after. We followed through with it. I didn't know if it was a prank. I couldn't figure out if it was a hoax or a prank or something. Followed through. It says, if we, caught, we got his mom in North Ireland. He's from Ireland. He's home probably for COVID, reaching out. Probably watched his show, liked what I did. And uh, his mom was like, yeah, he's expecting a call on Monday. Like, uh, yeah, he's from Canada. I was like, oh, what the fuck? It was real, but... That's I, the worst New Zealand accent yeah, I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, yeah. I've done a whole play. I was Irish once. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and, uh, anyway, so it was the coolest thing that ever happened to me. I'm sure he was bored. I'm sure he was just reaching out, trying to make... And I asked my buddy Charlie, I'm like, is that normal? He goes, yeah, we, we, make, we, we contact people sometimes to get relationships and feel for the person we want to work with. Uh, totally normal, not not you know, kind of crazy, but normal, happens. Uh, haven't heard back since, but it was honestly the coolest thing that, that has happened to me in my career since. Well, I wonder if COVID got in the way of whatever this <laughs> Well, was. who knows, right? Life, busy life, who knows if his fucking Things mother Things move on as away. quickly as, poss- as they do. He will call. Well, I'm, you know, I'm just, it's a kind of a cool, it was a very cool thing, surreal thing to happen. I couldn't find a, and he's the, he, you know, you guys watch Preacher? No, 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 I don't. Well, you should. He he wrote that as well, and that's a cool. And a lot of his leads are dark featured, Caucasian, whatever. And I was like, well, maybe fucking, I look like Carl. I look like this guy. I'm like, maybe he's just, <laughs> maybe he's fanboying over me. No, but I look. He's another guy I fanboy over. Well, he's yeah, he's, he's, he's probably gonna hear this. He's gonna hear this podcast, and you're in. Oh yeah, that's it. yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, as the coolest, uh, as an actor, these little things happen as well, and we've all got probably these. Little, the point I was trying to make is we've all these little things also keep you going, and they're kind of cool. Like I'm sure you've like you've worked with so many cool ass people that we, I started this by saying you broke Tia Carrera's nose. Well, I, I didn't. Well, I did not. Well, <laughs> I barely hit her, but I did. <laughs> well, I remember you telling me that story. It was the coolest thing I ever heard. I was like, Whoa. Wayne's, Wayne's <laughs> cool. world, man. She thought I was pretty cool, too. Sandra. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I get it. Right? She's a babe. She's a bitch. If she was the She's president, a... she'd be Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know? That's the best. I was like, these things also keep, like, if you love film, you love film. And this is this kind of shit keeps you going as well, as much as the other stuff. Anyway. Fucking A, man. I just want to make that point. All right. Yo, yeah. Kim. It was yeah. a pleasure, dude. Thank Sweet, you. man. Thank you for having me. Kim Wyatt McKenzie, ladies and gentlemen. Guest, yeah, guest number two, way more important than guest number one. Cheers, sure. buddy. Yeah, it was good to... Do oh, not, yeah, Don't yeah, hurt yeah. me, Sean. <laughs> I'll shake your hand. All right, cheers, man.